0: I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them,
1: uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what
0: I expect when I show up. I'll all the football. So I'm goddamn hard about holding on to it.
2: Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott
3: Stax Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaire.
1: LF Go, it's Fantasy Millionaire Flow with Mick Big Time Bo. It's the halftime show. Giving you everything you need to know. So turn the volume down low and get ready for data. Good evening to my beautiful brother Scotty Stacks, And good evening to our brother. With the internet brought into our lives the man with the best hot sauce and spiciest takes in the USA, Bo Mick Big Hoo-do-hoo. Welcome, bro.
0: Hey, I feel like this is a long time coming. Um, I'm gonna have to really just, I mean, I really don't have to try to upstage Denny Carter because his tea levels were just declining as we watched the show last week like all we saw was just dripping like you like it like one of those maple trees that you just poke in Canada and they just leak everywhere yeah that was that was that was Danny last week so you're, you're definitely uh, our
1: highest tea guest we've ever had so far
0: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I think my, my daughter could run across the screen and already yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's good not to see you in the comments, man. We get to see we get to see live. Oh, I'm, so. gonna, I'm gonna
0: jump in there too. <laughs> are you? Are you I'm go gonna on. make fun of that. I'm gonna make fun of that ugly guy with the bourbon background.
1: Oh my oh, okay. god! Okay, yeah. like
0: okay, no, I like it. now you guys. The bourbon bourbon guys are, you're
2: looking good, Bo. I like your bourbon background, by the way.
0: Yeah, stole it myself off Google Images.
2: No, it looks perfect. I thought it was from the the beer. Uh, sorry the the bank turned bar down the street from your house which was pretty cool that we went to to get our our bourbon on and uh you know our whiskey on so that that that's what i thought it was
1: that was where the guy wouldn't stop talking to you for like an hour straight he Right, let us
2: drink until he finished his history lesson right it was a long spiel it was like drunk history but you were sober and he was drunk and you just had to wait for him and then you got your one drink after that it was kind of just, you know history lesson that i didn't ask for
0: you know Mm-hmm. it was also terrible customer service because we were we had a hankering we, we went right. in there to drink whiskey and right. he mm-hmm. made us he was edging us we were edging at a whiskey bar 30 <laughs> minutes of edging before he gave us yeah. the history of
1: everything three- that sounds like he's right up scott's alley scott's always trying to edge when he starts going after like some nice Good alcohol. Yeah. He's always sitting Nobody there.
0: Puts baby in the corner. Because I was, I was helping with the history lesson, because trying to move it along, and then uh-huh. he would go off on a tangent, and so you could just see the dismay. Scott Hart, Scott's heart would just sink when he thought he was getting close, and he would be like, "Oh, and then there's another kind type of Irish whiskey that you need to hear about for thirty minutes." Do you know about? Scott,
1: Scott likes a little light edging. He doesn't. He doesn't want. He doesn't want like real hardcore a half hour edging before the drink.
0: No. No. he was he was practically humping. The guy's leg for a drink at by, by the end of it. Yeah, he was telling yeah. me to
2: shut up and sit down. It was so sad. <laughs> I'm like, I've never been this discouraged about buying alcohol from someone. Sure, I've never
0: met you before. Why are you doing this to me? He, he
1: told you point. to shut up?
0: No, basically. In, you know, in not so many words. So
2: many words. Because I, I made it's a comment valid. like, that sounds great. Let's get some of that. And he's like, wait a
0: minute. We got to get into Canadian whiskeys. I was like, well, no, we don't. I'm not even going to buy a Canadian whiskey. I won't. Sorry. Sorry. I do not need a Canadian whiskey right now. True.
3: Oh,
2: no. I do not. He's explaining why they were Canadian and how they the Canadians almost lost. I was like, listen, I just want to drink here at this beer bar bank vault
3: so i mean come
1: on yeah did he do this every time Bo? like are were you just were were you just trying to tilt scott like do you do you do this every time you take your guests there and make them here a half an hour (laughs) it's
0: like yeah i'm I'm that much of an asshole i could totally do it but but no it's like i I know the guy because he owns the place and i I Uh go there quite often but i've never been Uh through his history his whiskey history class that that he Uh went through so i was just as uh just as enthralled as scott was to to go into the whiskey vault and get a lesson of course i if if brian ever does take a day off and needs somebody to teach a class i'm pretty sure i could do it and get more drinks sold right
3: the goal
2: is to sell drinks and he's not doing it we're trying to buy them and he's like just wait a second wait a second i'm like no i want to wait no seconds i want to drink the the booze now
0: and I'd be like, my grandpappy was a bootlegger and he said he would you would, he already told me from the grave that you like this one. <laughs> smell this, smell this and rub it on your hand. Oh yeah, he did that. He was like a perfume sample where he actually took a drop of whiskey and rubbed it on your hand and told you to sniff it. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. And Scott wasn't
1: go Scott, what was up, man? This this is you, baby. Like you, this is what you I mean every time I see you, you're over there just, you know, twirling, you know. <laughs> Doing a lot of this. Doing a lot. You like to get your nose all the way in the cup. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't uh, were getting
2: excited by this? Well, if he, when he got the fucking liquor out, then I got excited. He didn't even open it for 30 minutes. He just talked about it. And then finally he's like, all right,
0: let's was, open up this cupboard. He was dressing it. the bottle. The bottle was half erect by the end of the story.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. man. The bottle got mm-hmm. way more action than I did. And, uh, but- you know, long story short, go visit Bowman big time if he ever invites you because it's a hell of a trip. Great times. Drinking in the bank vault. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. i listen to that old man talk to get some good uh, whiskey, some good scotch. I mean, it was perfect. I loved it's, it. The
0: ultimate ending to the story is that you ended up liking the whiskey that I just ordered for you more than the ones that he was uh, w- wove an entire intricate story to, to get you to taste. Right. I was like – he wants to try that one. <laughs> the, the bartender brings over uh, the Red Breast 12, which is, it's an amazing, amazing whiskey. Uh, and and just poured it neat, put it in front of Scott. And he we were, him and I were sipping that before we even went to the bank vault. And he ended up liking that one, best of all of them.
2: That was my favorite. Yeah, it was
0: beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. That's it. I sold two glasses of whiskey, just like that.
2: Anyway, but but we do digress a little bit. We're excited to have Bo on the show today, and and Bo said it right. We love Denny, uh, but Bo's been like the the patron saint of our show. Uh, him and begin. Brad. Yeah, since the beginning. Bo's
0: I don't bigger. remember Denny ever being in the comments giving you guys shit. So I don't ever I mean, remember that either. You know, Um the audacity of him to to assume, to, to assume to, he was going to be the first guest. He jumped like, in he, on you. Yeah, he's cutting for the first here. one. He's going to be the first one to be forgotten. That's what he's going to be. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. These are some some the smack,
1: spicy no? takes begin. <laughs> Bo McBigtime, he's live.
0: <laughs> you can check him
2: out over at uh, Bo underscore McBigtime on Twitter. And then also, if you want spicy food takes, you can go to uh, BigTimeFlavor.co, and you can get yourself some delicious hot box, some Amigo seasoning, some Taco Season, some Spice Shack Rub. I mean, there's just so many delicious things you can get over there. So check it out. Uh, and then also, uh, if you check out his um, his Twitter handle, you can see where he lost to me in the head-to-head uh, the clash of the beards and the bellies, and he's crying about it. So you can check all that stuff out so, on Bo Mc Big Times content over there. You can check we're out getting.
1: Scott and Bo's show. That what, I, I caught you guys this weekend. Lo- you guys were just just killing it running through the slate. It was, it was awesome. You guys all are just slatewalk. pros. The slate walk. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. Turn our little tricks on the mm. slate walk. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Very much so. Now, we're going to cover
0: that, uh, the clash of the beards and bellies, because I demand a recount, and my cousins didn't get thrown in jail for treason on January 6th for nothing. That that was the, the last time I lost a what? spot was during the Trump administration. So. <laughs>
2: Did your cousins really get thrown in jail? Bo? What? That's a scary story here. I'm Irish. They're all my cousins.
3: <laughs>
2: it did look like a lot of Irishmen down there storming the Capitol. No. Offense.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure I recognized the guy that was kicking his feet up on Pelosi's desk. Oh, well, that's Denny Carter's uh, father, I believe. So you that's, know.
1: Definitely, that's definitely that's definitely his muse <laughs> <views> for for <laughs> you know. <laughs> dog whistled uh underhanded slightly racist tweets that that are are based on (laughs) uh a player's skin he always is like i'll take cole beasley every time (laughs) man he's got that guy up on a desk (laughs) that thing cracks me up
2: oh that's so funny so all right we we will get into that but uh, let's talk about this this week two that i didn't get to watch because i was driving across the country to get to the mm-hmm. game. Oh, no. I mean, fire your families if that happens ever again. Uh, what, did you guys, I, what did you guys see? Tell me about it. What, what did I miss? Let,
1: let, 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 let's just start out with this. I I, I want to hear Bo McBig Times take two. How good is football so far in 2021? I mean, this is just tremendous. What a, The first game, Dallas versus Tampa, beautiful. Then we had Raiders versus Ravens last Monday night. Yeah, Thursday night game, Giants, Washington football team.
0: Another. I hope they both lost. I was hoping they would both lose, and they both tried really hard to lose. uh, But the Giants eventually did lose because they can't even line up onside for a kick.
1: (laughs) That was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, You you see your boy uh, Nikki Snacks, Scotty. Yeah. 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 He got, he, 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 got dragged, dragged through the interwebs pretty hard.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. saw, I saw him tweet out and say, uh, I'm not going to choose another team. Uh, I'm not going to kill myself. <laughs> I'm not going to not be born. You know, um, this is well, I love sent
0: him that meme. Cause he hadn't seen that meme before and then he reposted it, and that's what, that's what caused the whole, uh, outpouring of like, what's wrong with Nikki Snacks?
2: Well, this guy was, uh, and people don't understand Nikki Snacks. He got he got a make a wish. His make a wish was to get giant season tickets as a teenager, sixteen year old battling cancer. He gets to make a wish. Uh, it's to it's to go to Giant Stadium to have uh, field passes to be a part of the team. And during preseason, he goes during a Jets game. I well, I think it wasn't even against the Giants. Maybe it was just against a random team. And he started haranguing and harassing the Jets players on the sideline. So much so that they kicked him out of MetLife Stadium. They said, you cannot come here anymore. They kicked him out, and he lost his make-a-wish. And, uh, I mean, that that guy is a hero. You know, if you're going to lose your make-a-wish just to yell at the Jets, I mean, that's a true Giants died in the wool kind of guy. So, yeah, I mean, he lives it. He believes it. That's what he loves. It's his God. You know, you can't tear his God down. I mean, the Washington football team did. (laughs) But, you know, you can't do that. You know, I
1: mean, come on. Did you guys see the Chiefs versus Ravens last night too? Just Amazing another game. classic game. I mean, the back and forth—it was just epic.
0: I was Dude, having the Lamar. Match. Lamar's a freaking legend already. Already a legend.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I watch him, and, you know, I'm, um, I think he's going to have a better year. But in terms of rushing ability. I think he might be a better running back than Alvin Kamara. I mean, he is legit. I mean, he like his side to side moves, like the way he's able to like reposition defenders, like Collinsworth just kept talking about like you you don't see
0: Collinsworth calls the game like he's surprised there's a game on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he was making a very valid point with the idea that a quarterback doesn't go up the middle like that like what and then he's also stays healthy like he's just he's he's running straight at linebackers and just making them move inches this way inches that way cut 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 it's ridiculous
0: he's been doing his whole life so i know i'm not surprised I know. the dude's one of the most exciting players i've ever seen he's got more lateral quickness than vic ever had vic was just very fast and he had a rocket arm, just like Lamar has. People give so much crap to Lamar for not being an accurate passer. He looked pretty damn good last night.
1: Yeah, man. The Hollywood but, Brown connection is starting to get sexy, the man.
0: Jump mm-hmm. is, the,
1: the, jump the jump pass.
0: That was sick. The jump pass. Nobody else is even trying that. He threw that 30 yards in the air on the when he was in the air himself.
1: And then crazy. right after the jump pass, you have Kelsey go video oh. game mode over the whole defense. Just ridiculous game.
0: Kelsey just like, "Oh, Gronk's going to be tied in one. Hold my beer."
1: Right. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, well what, what about Harbaugh who and he, he, I mean, if you don't love Harbaugh already, what's wrong with you? But him asking Lamar basically what he wanted to do, getting his feedback uh before that fourth down play, you want to go for it? You want to go for it? Like what do you want to do? I love that, mm-hmm. man. Like that just mm-hmm. made me so happy. Well, it, it, it just it's how it's And I love the thing with that. Your, your
0: player. Yeah, it was cool. I love that thing no, that just, because- the way he was framing it was like, I already know what Lamar is going to say, and we're going for it.
1: Right, right. He's like, right, hey, you let's... want to go
0: for this? And Lamar's like, hell yeah. And he goes, all right, we're going. Let's go. Yeah,
1: yeah, all yeah. All right, let's no, go. That's, that's
0: an that's alley you see as a quarterback from your coach is, okay, let's go.
1: Right, right. Like, obviously, it's Harbaugh who, you know, he's making the decision, but he get, he frames it so that Lamar gets to look like the hero. That is really cool. It's a good observation. Well, well a good and- coach
2: and a great quarterback.
1: And mm-hmm.
2: he's basically saying, like, I trust you, you know, and that that implicit message is sent to him. And then he goes, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to go for it. You trust me. Like, why? Why wouldn't I go for it? Like, you want to go for it? I want to go for it. We're going for it. So well,
1: that's what, so that is what so it's a great observation because Lamar would go for it on fourth
0: down. Like every, every time, all yeah. game,
1: like it would be a four down team like they would never. He's not, punt.
0: The, kind of, he's not the kind of guy that's ever going to punt in Madden, even as uh, fourth and 23. He's going.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally
0: get it though that's the
2: thing with him he'll he'll get it more often than he doesn't get it because like you said people can't tackle him you can't get a hit on him you know he's like RG3 but with like actually teflon uh RG2 go run around and get hit every time you'd be like oh shit he's dead like every time
1: he looks so- like Kamara. that's what he reminds me of as a runner like the way he he's like a squid like he just is like i'm here no i'm not here i'm here no i'm not here just like it's like yeah, there's like man. three of them like
0: right and Kamara is just slippery and he's he runs with great angle he's faster and quicker than Kamara is just because they're both slippery doesn't mean they're even the same runner because Lamar is slippery and he's faster and he's quicker and he can throw the ball so you're running oh, RPOs through right. the through every defense and they're like oh everybody's gonna figure this RPO stuff I was like no Nick Foles won a Super Bowl on RPO imagine putting Lamar Jackson in the same Philly offense that Nick Foles won a Super Bowl with. That's yeah. scary. There's yeah. nobody that's going to figure that because he's a weapon and he's handing it off to other weapons all over the field. Well, I, I don't want to like,
2: you know, hammer in that running backs don't matter because they obviously do. Uh, but some uh, do. Some do. But in the Ravens scheme, the scheme matters. And Lamar is the scheme and in, in the way they, they <laughs> play off of him. But uh, three of your starting running backs this year went down. Your first three. Your top three. Any other team right now going up against the Chiefs in week two would go, oh shit, we lost our backfield. The Ravens win the football game because they have Lamar Jackson. So, I mean, it's just, it, it makes me so happy. I, I get, I love that kind of next man up and then also mixed with great superstars who can get you and a great coach too, get you where you need to be.
1: Do you want to um, know what my favorite thing so far of 2020, 2021 is? Yes, I do. Mike Brable making the freaking obvious decision to start throwing derrick henry the football like he has 10 targets keep keep give him the ball as much as you can like just throw him the ball hand him the ball throw him the ball hand him the ball they're like i don't i've never understood i always get into arguments with everybody about derrick henry and they're like well the targets just aren't there and i'm like well that's stupid Right, Throw him the ball.
0: It's not like they're not doing it because he couldn't. It's because Arthur Smith is stubborn. And as soon as you saw stubborn Arthur Smith leave town and go to Atlanta, look what happens. They start throwing Derrick Henry the ball. He puts up a gazillion fantasy points yesterday. And Arthur Smith, his system looks like dog shit in Atlanta. Like Matt Ryan running his system with no mobility versus Tannehill with some mobility – and no running back to to carry the load, and you got two great receivers out there just floating in the ether wide open, and Matt mm-hmm. Ryan can't deliver them the football in that system. That is a problem. And we're starting You're... to see that Arthur Smith wasn't the wasn't the catalyst to the Titans' success. It was everybody that was playing on that team, all that talent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Chiefly so Derrick Henry. Like that guy don't is crown
0: art. Don't crown coaches. I can't stand when people talk that like like Kyle Shanahan's a genius. His lifetime win percentage is under five hundred. Yeah. John Lynch built him one of the best rosters ever compiled in 2019. And Jimmy Garoppolo didn't lead them to the Super Bowl. That defense did. That was a historically good defense. And Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo was just the he was just the Trent Dilfer of that season. Because if you look uh, at QBR on passes over 10 air yards, he was 35th out of 32 quarterbacks. It wasn't Jimmy G that could be get, getting crowned for winning games. It's John Lynch building a, a, just a loaded roster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My man, Raheem Mostert, came out the second half of that season, too. And went, you know, he went bonkers. yeah.
2: Wow. 50 yard game to coming out, He's coming out, and he's probably never playing again so all right
1: uh, what is what's your favorite thing so far guys of 2021 i said mine derrick henry getting 10 targets in the first two. tony
0: pollard getting his run baby i know you know that i'm the tony pollard stan of all the world of all the internets all the interwebs nobody is stan tony pollard back as far as i have nobody's right him to get more work, not because he's better than Zeke, because I actually don't believe that. I think they're both extremely good backs, but Zeke isn't so much better than Pollard to get 80% of the touches like he has the last two years. Uh, Tony Pollard's special, and they're finally figuring out that if they give him the damn ball, both him and Zeke can be special together. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a, that's a sexy take there. Uh, you know, my favorite thing so far. I would say is watching the games because I didn't watch the games this week and it sucks so hard because I was traveling. And so just watching actual football, like seeing it with my eyes and uh, understanding it with my mind. And I would say both those Thursday night games to me were incredible. I've never seen two back-to-back Thursday night games like that. I've seen one or two like that, but not to start the season. The first game, Dallas, Dallas, you know, versus Tampa Bay, uh, Super Bowl champs. You got Dak coming back off the injury. Huge game. Incredible game. C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper balling out. You had, you know, Godwin balling out. Gronk balling out. Tom Brady balling out. Just an amazing game to watch. Came down to the last second. Field goal, win the game. And then that Washington football team game uh, against the Giants. Man, the Giants jumping off sides or not jumping off sides. They're getting called for jumping off sides. And the t- Taylor Heineke, uh, you know, best uh, starting quarterback to come out of Nowhere, and since Kurt Warner type deal, we're, we're hoping over there. Oh, we hoping, yeah.
0: Well, I'm just saying, what, three and a half terrible quarters, and he got bailed saying. out by a terrible defense. I gotta tell you, Taylor, that makes- look, that was the worst 30 point fantasy performance I've seen since Blake Bortles. Well, I'll he say this like crap for three and a half quarters. That
2: touchdown pass to Ricky Seals Jones had a 13% chance of being completed. It was ridiculous. Yeah, thank so. You can
0: thank Ricky Seals Jones for being well, six, that's- eight.
2: Well, that's why he threw it right. Well, he threw it right where the six eight guy uh, could catch it. That's how you. That's what makes you a good quarterback. So,
1: I, I mean, I heard a stat on him. He has more completions in his first however many starts than any quarterback ever. So, I, I mean, he,
2: small sample size. But I'll just say this: that made me. happy. He's winning the race.
1: The he's so winning back. the race so far.
2: Yeah, I, I, I like uh, seeing those Thursday close games. And so, any this is for me. I don't root for any team. I root for uh, the game to end on a game-winning play. That's that's how I wanted to end every game. I want to end on a, a field goal to win it or to block to, to to miss field goal to lose it or a touchdown interception in overtime or a run, Derek, whatever it is. I want to see drama. I want to see somebody crying on the sideline. I want to see somebody right. elated and just, like, going off the rails. So, like, that that's for me. And those two games gave you that, carry-off moments, uh, as you call them. And so, I like those things. I want to see those. And uh, maybe we get a
1: carry-off moment tonight. That'd be great to see tonight. We'll see.
0: It's a close game already, so. I love it.
1: Whew. What about what about uh, 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 what about Tom Brady's Subway commercials? You guys, fan of that? Or oh, phased out real quick when they just no. Him? It's like he's it's like a cologne one, and then oh, I've seen this one.
0: Oh, it's great! It's oh, great! Yeah? It's my
1: favorite commercial so far because it's all about like the bread that they use. Uh-huh. What's that? I don't, I don't know
0: what a commercial is,
1: guys. Oh, oh okay. 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 Well, check this one if you ever ever okay. get in the I'll, commercial I'll space.
0: YouTube, but usually, I just pay money and they don't show me these things. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. yeah. Fantasy millionaire status is that okay. I have ad free on everything. Fantasy,
2: okay. fantasy pirate <laughs> status. I don't
0: watch. Actually. What do
1: you do like right now? If it's a game, like what what does it do?
0: It plays the game.
1: Right, but there's commercials.
0: Yeah, but I have not muted, so I mean, I pay
1: attention okay so if you see this commercial on mute it's a good one okay Okay. it's 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 brady with his cologne right he's got this it's like a weird like you know it's a little silly at first you're like oh god has he got a cologne called brady or something like that (laughs) like it's like really like oh this looks gross right and then like out of the cologne bottle comes this bread you know and, and you're like, oh, this is weird, but it's like kind of funny, but it's still not trying to be funny. Like, it's like trying to be serious, like this bread keeps coming out of the clone and there's bread and cologne and stuff. And then at the end, they're like, yeah, so try the new uh, you know, subway footlong on this new bread that we have. And then and then and he's like, uh, he says something and he's like, but you don't even eat bread, Tom Brady. And then he just turns and looks at him. <laughs> it's awesome.
0: And you know I'll Tom try. Brady doesn't eat anything like uh, what they He have,
1: does not no. eat bread. No way. No, he doesn't no. eat
0: bread. and He wouldn't eat the chemical-induced stuff that Subway serves either.
1: No, that's why it's awesome. It's such a great – it's such a 2021 <laughs> commercial. I'm getting like Chris like, is all admitting like bread yeah. is bad for you. Bread is <laughs> not good, but here's Tom Brady still. To so like... <laughs> bread. Yeah, yeah, and it looks good. I, I you, you want the sandwich.
0: You can just see him talking to his agent. I don't have to touch it, do I? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to Giselle. Giselle, I swear I didn't touch the bread. I didn't touch right. the bread. Right. Look at the
2: bread. It was not even in the same room as me. It was in another room. That it was CGI did. bread, Giselle. Giselle, it was CGI. Don't worry about it. They they, don't, right. they shot it. The bread was in another room. I swear to God, I never saw the bread. <laughs> I smelled the bread, though. I smelled that bread. It smelled really good. It was so good. It smelled so good.
0: Oh, why can't God. we eat bread again? I can't Giselle. Why can't we eat bread again?
2: Is that a strawberry, Tom? No, no, it's not a strawberry. <laughs> I was I was drinking Taco Bell packets again in the car. <laughs>
3: yes.
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, but we are excited to have you on here. The most fire guests that we know. Uh spicy stacks, bacante, the whole thing. Like you you are just the man. So We're excited to get you on and to be able to chop it up with you, especially since I get to do this once a week and Mike does not. So, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited to get you on all our takes, man. Let's let's do it. Like we do the wire, we do elevate, mitigate, eviscerate, and we do stacks of cash. So. Let, let's let's jump into it, man. Let's let's start out with the wire, and uh, we can we can start promoting the people we think you should pick up. And I definitely want to hear some spicy takes from my man Bo Mc, big time. So mm,
0: yeah, yeah, me Granted. too.
1: Um, all right, Scotty, let's do the wire. QB, who who who's the best person to pick up on the wire right now?
2: Well, well first of all, let me just say that the wire is brought to you. Uh, and presented by Occupy Fantasy. Uh, do go check out Occupy Fantasy. Uh, they've got uh, one of my favorite uh, lineup generators, lineup builders that you can plug in all of your data in all the guys that you like, percentages, how much you want exposure uh, across the whole slate, narrow the game down to one or two. Uh, they, they've got it all. Go check out Occupy Fantasy. Down If you're listening on YouTube, down in the comments or down in the, the description, we have a link there. You can check that out. Um, okay, I would say... Two players here. I'm going to give you like a two, either or, right? One is mm-hmm. if this player is is not drafted in your league, it's kind of crazy. Um, but I'm just going to say it's Justin Fields' season might be beginning sooner than later. But but I don't know. He probably is just drafted. Everybody just probably just drafted him. But uh, somebody who might be available in your league uh, who you could grab up is Kirk Cousins, man. Uh, the the Cousins is kind of often forgotten, uh, but but you know that guy. Uh, he likes it, and and so far he's been on it. Uh, you know, he, he's got a lot of wide receiver support this year. Uh, you know, K.J. Osborne kind of coming out of nowhere, unless you're Jordan Vanek, who called that as his punt play uh, last week in DFS. You could have won some money if you listened to, uh, you know, Jordan. Please do. Uh, but I, I do like Kirk. He's rostered, you know, in, in, in less than half the leagues. And some of the leagues that we're in, he's, he's picked up. But uh, please do see if he is available. By this guy. Yeah, but wait, you you got him, you mother.
1: I, yeah, I have him in like every league we're in. Oh,
2: you son of! A I
0: picked place. him up everywhere and didn't even start him.
1: <laughs> oh, I know, I know, he's my backup, and mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm. The, he, he, I think he's he's moving up my my ranks now. I think. Oh, why am cousins? I not starting that guy?
0: I'm not touching cousins.
1: I, I he, listen. He's he, here. I'll give you a guy that Kirk Cousins. Pff, I don't know. He's just not available in any of our leagues. Meh. How about how about Derek Carr? Mm. Still man,
0: he's due to regress. Regress. I, you
1: you would think you would think. How about right now in the BFFs? He is fifth, and he's fifth in lots of leagues, depending on your scoring system. Yeah. Like he, he he he's he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. I um. Everyone says he's due for a, a nice little regress.
0: I don't this is know. Classic man. chasing points, though. Classic
1: chasing points. Classic chasing points, but uh, yeah, they 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 also come out with a win too. So I mean, yeah, like that that Ravens game, they beat the Ravens. That's a big win. That's a big win.
2: Well, I, I would say, in my defense, with with the Kirk Cousins play, he's he, he went up against Arizona, you know, and he did very well. You guys know whose opponent is for week three? You guys know he's playing in week three? Seattle. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. They're never going to throw the football that week, you know? So, right. Yeah, I mean, so I think it does. Sometimes you are chasing points, but sometimes you're chasing matchups. And so I, I just think in that Seattle matchup, they're going to, you know, it's going to be one of those high scoring affairs, just kind of like the last game Minnesota had was, and the last game Minnesota had was, and like the last game Minnesota had was because their right. defense is shit. And they want to be better, but Mike Zimmer is too busy hollering at Instagram models and not paying attention to defense. So that's more where I'm going with Kirk is that that defense is is forcing him and his hand to to throw the ball downfield. And he likes to do it too, man. He does his thing. He likes to throw the ball downfield.
0: I'm going to say one thing very quickly to sum Mm -hmm. this all up. Mm -hmm. Let the streaming quarterbacks be streaming quarterbacks. Pick them up. I agree. Pick them up when you need them, when they're favored to go off – Nobody was playing Derek Carr against the Steelers. You know why? Because the Steelers weren't technically a good matchup. Do you get right. burned by him being on the waiver wire? No. Your, your other quarterback probably scored somewhere in that neighborhood. He didn't put up 380 passing yards, but the quarterback that you drafted in the top 12 isn't going to be that far behind. Unless you had a, a Aaron Rodgers week one or a Dak week two, you're not generally going to get burned by your quarterback. But if you faded quarterback in your draft and you're streaming – you're okay with letting somebody go off on the waiver wire because you can let other people ju- jump on that when they have a less favorable matchup the next week after that. I'm not chasing quarterback points. I'm going to pick up streamers with favorable, probable uh, chances of going off. And so, so, yeah, oh. maybe Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins are both that guy. I see them both as equal.
1: How, wait, 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 wait. How many yards did you say he didn't have?
0: No, Carr had like 380 this week right. and-
1: Four thirty-five the week before, that means
2: their defense is poo-poo. Is what it means.
1: Baltimore versus Baltimore and Pittsburgh. He beat both those teams.
0: Yeah, Baltimore's both legit
1: defenses
0: and Pittsburgh's weakness is corner. Pittsburgh got roasted at in the at the DB position, and Baltimore couldn't get any pressure on Carr. So he's sitting back there like with a camp with a blanket and a campfire, just picking out who to throw to. So,
2: so, is he yeah. going to do that in week three, though? Or is he going to stop? Like, what's the. So, when if does the you trend- a team
0: that has the defense they can get after the quarterback? Well, mm-hmm. You had TJ Watt get hurt early in that game. Once he goes down, they can't get after him either. And their cornerbacks are out there like sitting ducks. Uh, Derek Carr is good, but he's not great. I'm not going to roster him just because he had two big performances when I know that the other side of the Derek Carr coin is coming very soon.
1: Okay, okay. But well, who's your
0: here's thing. Who's your
2: guy. Who's, who's Bo's guy? Because Bo shit on both of our guys. I want to know who his yeah. guy is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's your guy, Captain Crunch? Let's hear it. Uh,
0: Sam he's Darnold. just
1: here to shit on our guys. That's it's what he's here to
0: do. Sam Darnold's in a system where he's going to put up 20 points every week this year. He's going to be a top 15 quarterback in fantasy because of his consistency in that offense. He's got weapons to burn. Unlike the other, the other two guys. If you get one, Thielen or Jefferson, go down. That whole offense is junk. It just. I'm not that,
2: agree with you. That's true. But true. the
0: Raiders, we don't, we can't expect any consistency out of the Raiders except for from Darren Waller. That's it.
2: Well, uh, Mike, your boy Rugs finally went off. Congratulations! I thought of you when he got a touchdown. <laughs> uh, I will say this though, um, I'm not disliking your your Sam Darnold take for now. It's like our sexiest DFS show uh, moniker because he does play Houston this next week, and it's on a short week, and they have no quarterback. So uh, that that could be a wild, wild game for him. So I'm not going to disagree with that. Sam Darnold is a good pickup. I think I would uh, start Kirk Cousins as well this week, though, uh, knowing – that you're, and that's more like elevate. Knowing uh, he's going to face, uh, you know, uh, Russell Wilson, who's going to be chucking and fucking,
1: you know. It's, um, ge- gentleman's bet with with the guys shitting all over picks. I'll take Derek Carr versus Sam Darnold for the season,
0: for the rest of the season. Yeah. A se- season long bet. That's a good bet. Yeah, from week three. Gentleman's off.
1: bet. Just a fun, Dude. fun internet friendship bet. I
0: already made a preseason One. bet that Darnold would outscore Wentz, and look what's happening. Well, I mean when's, nah, That's fine. Both, I'm not betting
1: on Wentz. I'm betting on Derek Carr. I'm gonna take Derek Carr. <laughs> okay. Yeah, both both angles. Twisted. Um like Derek Carr is still
0: gonna be quarterback twenty by the end of the year. You
1: watch. Mm. Uh if the injury happens, you could you know no. we'll
0: just be Derek Carr. I like it. You're getting it on the fancy millionaire vibe, which is to to
2: to to bet against each other, which is good. Yes. That's good. Exactly. Yeah, welcome to the family. This is this is great. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet uh, Kirk Cousins over both those bitches. Uh, and take you guys to the cleaners so uh put well, me in that front I don't want
1: to bet versus kirk cousins i'm i'm uh-uh. I'm they're neck and neck to me I, kirk mm-hmm. Cousins to me has since he's been in the league since two thousand and twelve he's literally gotten better every single year and he looks like he's better this year than he was last year
2: yeah, yeah his line isn't isn't collapsing too he looks terrible under dress he, he looks like a uh, you know, an Englishman fighting a Frenchman when he's, oh, excuse me. Oh, no, oh, pardon me. Please hold on. So uh, he's not underdressed. He looks good, you know. Right now,
1: Gare looks- uh, Carr's fifth, Kirk Cousins is sixth in the BFF. Yeah, so neck
2: and neck. Uh, in right. most systems, they are. We don't have too many skewed scoring points. We have, like, maybe I got a- I
1: got one more. I'm ready for you both to shit on me. Okay. Um, yeah, and, to, and let me just say this to get back to Bo's point about um, not picking up a QB. I agree with you in a 10-man league. There's no reason to roster a second quarterback. I don't agree with you in a 12-man league. I don't. I, you know, every league I ever play in at the end of the year, all the good quarterbacks are rostered. So now's the time. If you want to not have to worry about injury, if you want to have depth to your team, There are guys to get, and if you have now, if you can't drop anybody, you can't drop. But if there's just a scrub, I would say another person you could get is Daniel Jones.
0: Daniel Jones, yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah. dude, check it out,
0: check it out, passing touchdowns. What's
1: that? That's the same as two
0: and a half passing touchdowns. What, here's thing, man. dude?
1: Yards. He had he had ninety five rushing yards in that last game, and he got like a forty yard rush taken back from him. Like, yeah. Yeah. Boy, can pe- boy can pedal. He can pedal. Yeah, he can I, th- listen, rushing quarterbacks are one of those little things that you just you just miss. You just aren't paying attention to. Meanwhile, Daniel Jones is getting you 30 points, and he's only got 150 yards throwing, but he's got you know 100 yards on the ground. I'm just saying.
0: You're scoring. So here's how I see it. I see Daniel Jones as a better fantasy option at the end of the year than Cousins and Carr 2 because of that rushing upside. And Mm -hmm. the fact that that defense is so bad in New York that he's going to have to chuck it and run for his life every single game behind a terrible offensive line. And – He's, he's, it's just, it's going to have to be a one man show. And so far, he has one turnover in two games. And of course, that one turnover cost him the first game. But the dude can put up fantasy points in bunches. We saw yeah. that. Um, and that's one thing I will say about a 12 team league. If you're going to st- stash an extra quarterback, it better be a mobile one. And it better be a guy with that kind of upside where if your first guy is just, Dogging it like he was top pick, and you're like, Oh, I got a top 12 quarterback, I got him, got him relatively early. Um, and they don't pan out or they get hurt. You have somebody to fall back on that has upside. I'm not going to roster Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins on my bench because I'm always going to be tempted to be like, Oh, what if I just put him in this week? Because then you're going to be sitting your studs, and I'll never do that.
2: Well, listen, I'm just going to say, uh, no, I was talking uh, to my man Adam Rank earlier this summer. I talk about the PND uh hashtag Adam rank and the PND, and um, And we're talking about the need to roster a second QB, which you normally wouldn't do. So I would just, I would say for me, I I'm not doing that in all of my leagues, but I think I understand the mindset that's behind it. And what you need to win at the end, I would say a couple years ago, you needed uh Ryan Tannehill and Tannehill was not, um, he was available because people just didn't believe him in his first year. And somebody picked him up and they won the championship in my league. Uh, that I was in. And so, uh, I, I, they outbid me by a couple bucks because they had more money than me. And so it was discouraging. So there are quarterbacks that come in the end of the year that just kind of do, uh, you know, blow the doors off, easy playoff schedule, whatever it is, right. ascension. And, and so, you pick
0: those guys up because of something happening.
2: Of course. Know? But I, I think You're that not Kirk went
0: out there seeking him out after two weeks of good football and ditching your top guy for him.
1: I think what you see, dude. With but the Kirk Raiders Cousins last year, he was like a top ten quarterback.
2: It's about bad defenses in general. I think all these quarterbacks, given the a need to throw the football, can throw the football. I think that's what we're seeing. And what you're looking at with these people is that both their defenses are fucking terrible. So.
1: And, and, and and here's here's another point, it's dude. D- these guys are slept on. I think th- I know what you're saying, Bo. I don't like uh, for 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 whatever reason. Derek Carr's just like me, Derek Carr. You know Kirk Cousins. Yeah. He's Kirk Cousins, dude. Go back, look at their 2020 stats. They're they they're both putting up numbers for fantasy purposes. And I, I, I'm just saying, if you're in a 12 man league, I think your time window because people scavenge, man. This is the time you got to get on the wire now. This is okay. it, well, the wire's done in like. Well, Five, Five weeks.
2: Yes, I agree. But let me let me just jump to another player position because we're we're on QB. All right. we're, getting, yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're, we're
1: getting
0: in the weeds.
2: Right. Let's talk about. Uh, we'll start with Bo. Who's your number one uh, waiver wire running back pickup this week? Must have if he's available.
0: Next question. You already know the answer.
1: Does he uh, well, start is, with the C?
2: No, his name is Kenny Gainwell, but I already picked him up last week. Not so. Tony Oh, he should be available in all. I yeah, mean, he's not. He's he should, not on the wire.
0: He's he's only rostered 38 of ESPN leagues and 49 of Yahoo leagues.
2: Well, those are the, please invite a... me to all those leagues because you guys are just idiots. Yeah, those are um, those are people that
1: don't listen to this catches. show. They're cat
0: knife. Would you benches deep benches or normal size benches? I got game well stash too. So yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: me too.
2: I picked my Yeah. Buzzer. So so in in those deeper leagues, Bo, talking to leagues that you and I, Mike, are in. Who is your number one guy that you're looking for uh, this week? At running back? Yes, sir. Um,
0: Probably whoever's going to – probably Jeff Wilson. I want to get ahead of that injury return – because he's he's a better skilled running back than everybody else they have on that roster right
2: now. Oh, that's a dent in Mike's little Elijah Mitchell story. What do you think, Mike? Would you would you want to jump ahead, or would you want to give somebody who's hot right now, or an injury perhaps, maybe elevating somebody to a position of?
1: No, I like that. That's a good that's a good pull. I've already been eyeballing him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if especially if you've got an IR spot and you can just dump somebody, put stash them in your IR, and then pick up the person you dumped.
0: I'm doing the same thing with Rashad Bateman. So it's, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, well, he can't he can't the guy's going to come back in a position where he's trusted by Shanahan. That's mm-hmm. one thing we haven't seen from any of the guys on that roster, except for Mostert who can't stay, who can't stay on the field. He doesn't trust Sermon yet. He doesn't trust Mitchell yet. He's just, he's looking for that next man up. And when Wilson comes back, he's like, I know what I have with Jeff Wilson.
2: Yeah. Makes sense. What do you think about Cordero Patterson? Uh, we talked, about last week. yeah, we talked about him last week on the show. We already told you pick him up. I want to say
1: Collins. Collins already peeped you to the way the trend was moving on that team, and it looks like that guy is going to be a nice fit in that offense. Did I'm just going to say I put Mike called it on the show sheet from last yeah. from this week yeah, from
2: last week. Up,
0: but did you start it?
2: Well, I mean, I, I never see, picked him up. There's a
0: big difference in picking somebody up off waivers and then watching them go off on your bench. If you're picking up a guy that you really feel convicted about, like Elijah Mitchell goes for all the fab, all the fab. Like, I know mm-hmm. you blew your entire fab in our blew league wad. on, on wad. In a lot. In every and got Four points. Yeah, because you started him. You spent all your – you blew your wad on him, and you you had to start him because of how much you invested
1: in him. I didn't start him in every league. I only started him in the leagues where I absolutely needed a running back, and he got nine points, and he got a touchdown called back.
0: Right. and But why did you pick him up?
1: um cuz he's on the 49ers and he's going to get points. He's the newer he most
0: I didn't pick him up <laughs> cuz I don't trust the 49ers or the Patriots backfields. He's the only and
1: healthy that, running that, back that now, ball. so he'll be in all my starting lineups next week.
0: He's also banged up.
1: I know, but he's went back in the game. He's good.
0: Mike, Mike Shanahan is going to
2: uh run for Kyle if he can't come uh, <laughs> next week. Mike will be in. He'll be running the ball.
0: And I'm, oh, I'm yeah. with you there. I, I wasn't gonna spend money on Mitchell because I don't trust anything that, that Shanahan says or does. He's just the biggest liar out that's, there. That's, that
2: is the narrative in fancy football, Mike, that you have not heard. Anytime you bring up Shanahan's name on, on any podcast with anybody who's under like you know, it's 40, hatred. It's it's, hatred. it's pure hatred because they can't figure him out. He's like the new Belichick. They hate yeah. Belichick. They hate yeah. Belichick, they hate Shanahan, uh, and because they don't they don't, they don't have him pegged into their 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 right. matrix, and then and and then so because so he's funny.
0: galaxy braining, and he's failing miserably to provide any insight in what he like. He's just like Matt Nagy. There's no oh Matt
2: Nagy's reason. just terrible. There's
0: no practical reason to start uh start Andy Dalton in any frame of mind, but he's got it stuck in his head that he's a genius for doing it, and everybody else is stupid for calling for just oh, well, uh, the Bears like, are, are lucky the they
2: beat hard system, hard the Bengals. Yeah, I'm not a fan of, of Nagy at all. His offense—how many points they score last week? Twenty. How many points they score against the Rams? You know what I mean? Like, it, it, he is a bad play caller. He yeah. is a bad offensive mind.
1: It's not good to have him there.
2: He's
0: better at that than coaching
1: them. All right, I got one more running back, and then we'll get into wide receivers. Um, what about what do you guys think if James White's out there? I can't believe James yeah, White's yeah. available. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I would rather – I mean, White is—it's at least got a floor. I'm not the kind of guy that wants to pick up a floor player, but he's got one. So if you're that type of player that's just kind of risk-averse and you want somebody to score points every week, James White's your guy. And he had a big game. He scored a touchdown, and it's going to get a lot of attention. So if he was low low roster ship before, he's not going to be anymore because when you score a touchdown on the waiver wire, everybody's just scrambling. Oh, yeah. oh, for it's sure. Mitchell effect. He breaks off a 39-yard touchdown, and the whole world wants him. Well,
2: that's what happens. Uh, I'll tell you somebody who I dropped. I'm disappointed in myself. JD McKissick came out big uh, last week, and if he was dropped like he did, like I did, uh, he might be available. Might grab him up. He looks like he does have a role. I, Heineke, Heineke
0: and Alex Smith are palpable. So if you're thinking, oh, Fitz did throw to McKissick, well, yeah, Fitz he's out.
1: That's so, done. That night is over.
0: Yeah. As soon as Heineke drops on the field, he's got eyes for three guys. Yep. He's got eyes for Terry McLaurin, as he should. Not even tight end. Logan Thomas barely got targeted last week against yeah. the He was open, but he couldn't Heineke's blind. Like he's like, I'm gonna look for McKissick, I'm gonna look for uh what's Humphreys, and I'm gonna look for McLaurin.
2: Well they're open, and it works.
0: Yeah, and, but the other open receivers, or even McLaurin, who wasn't open when he telegraphed They'll that watch
2: film. They'll watch film. They, they can see that. Coaches will point that out to him. he's
0: going to check down so much, and yeah. that makes McKissick a dangerous PPR option. Like, I had him all last year when Alex Smith was going because it's sure. like it's like free money. You know, have right. a guy that, that, that's, in, that's a great receiving back, he's going to be on the field a lot. And now he's getting the volume back. I love that. Give me yeah. JD Murray's take off waivers as soon as, as as long as Heineke's in on the field, that's the one bright spot I see in Washington's offense. Is McKissick is just free money.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. All right. Let's do let's do wide receivers. I think everyone's gonna agree. This guy is probably on your waiver wire. Who's the number one wide receiver to pick up? I already had him on my team and dropped him, sadly. Kept McCole oh. Hardman instead. Ron uh, Yes. <laughs> Rondale Moore is probably on your waiver wire, and it looks like 100%. you guys were on the wrong Moore. Should have been on Rondale Moore, not Elijah Moore, because Rondale Moore is Percy Harvin
0: 2.0. Yes. Yeah, I can't argue with that. The dude's electric. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I can say is that uh, on out of all the teams I have, I've put 46 season long teams, not counting best ball. I, I believe I had. Other than on a couple really like 12, 13 starter leagues, I had Rondale Moore and Tony Pollard on all of my benches, just blowing up my bench points oh. and just crushing my soul. Like oh, I had one team that had like Dak, Dak and Amari stacked, and then of course Pollard and Pollard and Rondale on my bench just eight. just lighting it up and going nuclear. And I'm just like, I, I love these guys, but okay. I'm not starting I'm over these other guys. Yeah, well, I'll I you- only had
1: him on one team. I picked him up, and then I redropped him to that keep sense, to keep to keep Nicole Hardman.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's
1: who bad. I think is going to have a good, uh, 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 his best season yet, but I think Rondale Moore is going to have a
0: better yeah, season. Better. Right, so. Yeah,
2: it's a uh, well, uh, let me tell you somebody else you should pick up if you haven't. Last week we talked about him a little bit. Zach Pascal. Apparently, he's just a he touchdown. He's, he's a touchdown monster. He's yeah. a vulture, yeah, total, total vulture, and he'll
1: continue to vulture. Yeah, and and we've already vulture. we've already mentioned KJ Osborne. Oh yeah, The K to the J. Why not?
0: Yeah, if why you not? got room. That offense, they had they had the spot open for the mm-hmm. third a third receiving option. It wasn't going to be Conklin because he's a blocking tight end. Um, KJ Osborne came out of nowhere. Came like, out of nowhere. I have friends that are diehard Vikings fans who didn't know what the Hula Ellie was until last week. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like 24 years old. Like, he's been, like... This year's
0: fulgum, which is uh, saying something, and it's also saying to don't hold your breath on it lasting. But for right now, when they're facing these terrible defenses, the third option in this this team isn't that bad.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my man Captain Kirk looks like he's delivering the ball really well. Yeah.
0: Pass touchdown pass.
1: Ridiculous. All yeah. right. Uh, tight ends. Hey. Oh hey, James.
0: There's
1: Lewis- nobody. Uh,
2: not making it. Not making it to uh St. Patty's Day parade this year. Hey, forget about it.
1: What, what about Max Williams? Big oh, game yeah. last week.
2: Oof. No, that's
1: Jason. Mm. Dan Arnold. No. Okay. I'm, that's all I have. I the, oh, there's why? nobody. You're not
0: us. In the tail of the donkey, I suppose you can go after one of those guys. But right. yeah,
1: it's that's why the tight ends have such a premium. There's nobody yeah. out there to get. I,
2: I charted all the tight ends last year for my uh, DraftKings tool on the nimblewnumbers.com website. And I can tell you this: tight ends are like shit. Some they're everywhere. Like you, just, it's just, you don't know what's going to happen each, right. each time. It, it, somebody would just be like the number one scorer out of nowhere, randomly. Jimmy Graham would be like twenty-eight points. You're like, mm-hmm.
3: what
0: the fuck? And then Jimmy Graham out, then Rob Gronkowski goes down. I mean, that's that's a smarter play than going after a guy that had a blow-up performance.
1: Yeah, yeah. Any oh, defenses? I've got a, I've got a sneaky yes. defense. You got, got a defense,
2: a, Scotty? I got one. Bo, you Two. got one. Like Bogo. Yeah, that's mine too. You stole it. you. Stole Who'd Bogo. you say? Who'd Carolina. you say? Carolina. That's mine too.
1: You son of a bitch! we all it's, it's a baseball. three-way. We did it. We finally agreed. <laughs> Carolina, right? right that's yeah. the one. Big that's guy. the I one. And they're playing Houston, Houston this week. Davis
0: I only week, have a few probably. defense leagues, but I drafted Carolina in almost all of them because their turnover forward they forced
2: oh, her. Oh, nice uh, and guess what i'm in the carolinas uh currently right now happy uh obx but that's what the obx is you don't know what the obx is it's called the
0: outer bank I, I looked it up it's outer banks and then the x is thrown in there because they're bored no 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 it, it's yeah. right in there spicy right cake. Yeah. cake i can't make a bumper sticker with two letters on it because they'll think we're obgyns no like- they go- Obstetricians. Hey, I actually did. I got a
2: I got a <laughs> sticker. I got a sticker. Obx. The the X is for is for money. I
0: believe. Uh I think that's what it is. Like. Latin X is like we don't want to we don't want to determine whether it's male or female, so we're going to call it Latin X.
2: I like it's Obx. Gender <laughs> gender
0: neutral. It's,
2: it's gender neutral. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of genders here. I can tell you that. Uh, I'm I'm not on the beach checking any uh swimsuits for sure, but. Today, we had a fun day at the beach. We went down. We did body surfing. We did uh, boogie board surfing. There's surfboards here. I am actually go out and ride a little bit. Not surf, but just kind of ride around on it a little bit, uh, you know, kind of like above it like a, a lifeguard tomorrow, um, but doing a good time at the pool with the family, hanging out, drinking beer, uh, enjoying, you know, uh, my, my wife. It's always nice to come to the beach because, you know, I get to have sex at the beach. It's nice, you know, so that's always good. Taking naps, eating food, you know, good times. Uh, get a podcast so uh, no complaints for me every every uh you know time i get to go to the beach it's been a, like a couple days here and there uh, but uh
0: he invited me to come on the show because rose declined his offer she's oh
2: like, no like, no i don't want to be near show. No, she's like not twice in the same day
0: <laughs> like, yeah you're gonna pay me 50 to 100 dollars each appearance
2: <laughs> well denny carter tweeted at me it's so funny he said uh, somebody said, This is what you're worth, or something per hour. And he tweeted at me. He said, <laughs> Scott, you owe me $838 for my, for my appearance because his fee a bargain. is 69 words, uh, uh, $69 per word, or something. I don't know. It was pretty funny. It was really
3: hilarious. Uh, yeah. hey, well, uh,
1: before we get into Elevate, Mitigate, Eviscerate, yeah, did you guys see? Uh, I saw it through Denny Carter getting dragged. Uh, there was like a baseball. Podcaster who says he charges like a hundred dollars yeah. per episode. That, the,
0: that I, was the jab I just threw. Is that, okay. Uh, where, yeah, Rose, I, yeah, wanted, it uh, okay. Okay. So, so, okay. Okay. okay? I commented on that.
1: Rose wanted fifty to hundred dollars for okay. Okay,
0: okay, okay. He got up. dragged. Then he got
2: dragged. I dragged that guy. Then he got dragged.
1: De- well, they they just th- that's how I discovered the thread. Like somebody made a, you know, a classic funny Denny joke. Like we charged Denny a thousand to come on ours or something like that. But (laughs) then I saw that guy and uh, Twitter just lit his ass up. They started doing the, they started to do, they started to do that thing where they like, um, you know, they're writing like, yeah. So I charge this, and it's a long fly ball, deep <laughs> center field. <laughs> Castellano, yeah. yeah. Started to, everybody started doing the Castellano thing on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
0: love that. That's so funny.
1: Okay. Um, All right. All right. Let's uh, let's do elevate, mitigate, and eviscerate. Um, I'm starting out with elevate, Kirk. Cousins versus Seattle. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You reading off uh, the full sheet, bro? Is that what you're doing here?
1: Hey, we, we're simpatico. You, we are, we are. me and my co host we, we do it. I, 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 I love the matchup. Me I too. love the matchup. Me too. I love it too. Yeah. What do you Does think? Garbage got, points, whatever. He's, he's going to go for 30 again.
0: 40 pounds. And he's a 6'3, 240 and runs a 4'4 like Derrick Henry because. That Titans passing game was dead to rights that whole game, and that's why they still leaned on Derrick Henry. Uh, they they couldn't pass the ball against Seattle. They could run it at will, and they didn't discover that until the third quarter because the the that Seattle defense was locking the Tennessee Titans offense down the first half. And they're like, you know what? We're, we got a little bit of wiggle room on the running game, so we're just going to pound the rock they weren't hitting julio they, they hit julio a couple times that with that toe tap that was supposed to be a touchdown but there were no big plays down the field so i don't see how kirk cousins is going to be uh airing it out so to speak when all he has to do is turn around and hand to 33
1: uh, uh first of all 33 looks like he's weakening by the minute and oh, totally. uh and second of all um I agree with you. Seattle, put your money on Seattle for that game. Uh, Again, we're talking fantasy points. Uh, They're going to lose that game. They're going to be trailing, and they're going to be throwing the football. And in that game, the Titans, A.J. Brown, missed like four catches. Like he – I mean, that could have been a highly different scoring. Like that was a bad game. I was getting – that was the first time I've seen I've gotten so angry at AJ Brown like the dude was just dropping balls like just looked Everywhere. scared looked weird I'd never seen him look like that before. Did you see um, his tweet? No.
0: So he he tweeted out right after the game. He's like, I got people in my family saying I couldn't even catch COVID tonight. <laughs>
1: right. It was weird.
0: It he was, was weird. myself I couldn't I even know. catch COVID tonight, according to my family. Why, why does
2: every Titans player have to come after a game and be like i'm so sorry for disappointing the whole world today it was Taylor lewan the first week you know what i mean now it's a- a- AJ. brown
0: what's going on here
1: i don't know but i was upset that's the first time i've ever felt that way towards that man
0: yeah I like he, if they had lost yeah like he he was
1: he looked scared to get hit like he pulled up on one catch where he just he could have made the catch and he he was like very un aj brownish So
2: tiptoeing the tulips there. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I like the Kirk Cousins. Uh, Bo, anybody that you want to add to that that you would start this week that maybe uh, previous weeks would be on your bench?
0: Sam Darnold.
2: Sam Darnold, you son of a bitch. I like that. I'm going to jump in. I I think it's a great call. Favorite favorite
0: quarterback. He's he's a guy I can see starting more than one week because their schedule really even stays open up. So I, I I love the play because he's got upside for days with that weaponry.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know man. My my whole attitude towards him has completely shifted in two games of 2021 football on a different team. Like it yeah. was all the Jets. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he, he 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 is serviceable to very serviceable Incredible. depending on the matchup so. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, he's also priced down. A question for you, uh, Bo McBigTime. Would you start this week? And this is the guy who I'm going to elevate myself, but I'm wondering if you would. Tony Pollard, is he a must-start now? Flex start after last
3: mm-hmm. week? You
1: can, show me what you can do,
0: I want to play Philly, which is a similar matchup to the Bucks. Uh, yeah. The strength of that defense is up front, the front four. Uh, Fletcher Cox really causes havoc up front. We saw the 49ers running game struggle against them too. So – uh, we're we're looking at a game where they're going to run more that speed personnel where Zeke and Pollard are on the field at the same time. Sometimes like even fullback, or he's the tailback and Pollard's at wing, and they run that little end around play that scored the touchdown against LA yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're going to put Pollard in space and take advantage of the strength that they have in a, the just the athleticism edge that they have over the Eagles. Um, because the Eagles, aside from their front four. And their middle linebacker—they're about as unathletic as a defense gets. Yeah, they can cover anybody, but they get after the quarterback, which covers that up. Well, I can't believe
2: they—they—they stopped Kyle Pitts. I think that's just more of Matt Ryan's. They didn't stop Kyle Pitts. He was wide
0: open all game.
2: Well, uh, Arthur Smith and Matt
0: Ryan stopped Kyle Pitts. Matt
2: Ryan. Well, he bounced back. Uh, I let's let's uh, let's talk about another running back, Um, Mike. Who do you have as somebody that you might want to elevate this week in the running back?
1: Elijah Mitchell, give it oh, to Elijah. me this week. He's the only healthy running back. Why are you – you you point. have to start him. He's a must start. You don't. Yes, you do. First of all, they're playing the Packers. They're, they're, that's not a good run, D. They're going to run the – they're going to run the football. They're going to run the football with Elijah Mitchell. He gets a touchdown. He gets you at least 16 points, and he's – Get him if you got him. Get him in your lineup.
0: And Bo Simple.
2: says him. Bo says mitigate him. He's a mitigate candidate for Bo, apparently. He
0: was a never elevate for me.
2: So never I'm elevate. So he is up. a keep on
0: your bench for, for, for first Bo. First
1: time. First I time. We'll see the, who's the, right.
0: Okay, exactly, we've got a
1: dividing line exactly
0: here. Debating whether or not it, to start Jimmy Garoppolo or Justin Fields next week and Scott Fishbowl. That's that's mm. the challenge I have because Jimmy Garoppolo is going to air it out. Good or bad or indifferent, he's going to have to throw the ball a lot more with one healthy running back. You
1: know, you know who else I like that that Bo McBigTime doesn't like? I like Corderell Patterson versus the Giants. Go yeah. ahead and insert that guy in your lineup.
0: He, he was Jones on, had, yeah. Aaron Jones now has four touchdowns, by the way. No, oh, I am. Yeah, three, how many three
1: Aaron, how, is he? Uh, are they all rushing? Because I have yes. Aaron Rodgers going in a game. receiving. Three receiving? Oh,
0: yeah. so, I am going to go so five and
1: two. Rogers
0: has, yeah, Rodgers has four touchdown passes three to Jones, one to Tunyon. And uh, Aaron Jones uh, just ran one in for one yard. So he's. Bro,
2: gonna... so, so I just got to say, shout out John Helmkamp, who traded me Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones this, this offseason. These wins are brought to you by him. Uh, in some of my dynasty leagues just so everybody knows i I think it's the degenerate something like that i'll check later and 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 talk some shit online but thanks john you're a good man bro appreciate whoever you got zach lawrence or fields or whoever it was i don't know did we get a running
1: back from you scotty stocks
2: uh, you did. You got Tony Pollard. That was mine. And right. Then my, okay. I
1: think I was Patterson. You, you, All right. Let's do. Let's do wide receivers. Uh, Marvin Jones is yes. <laughs> yes. On.
2: And, and yes! you don't know that yet. You know you're not paying attention. Jack, you're
1: not paying attention, Bo big Time. No, Come not. on. Get him in your lineup. Are you still on Lavisca Chanel? Because I can't wait to feature him in my mitigate section. <laughs>
2: he might be in your. Uh, yeah, he should.
1: I be can't in- wait to put him number one in mitigate.
0: Oh, I've got your boy, DJ Marvin Jones. He's Marvin, in there too. Your boy, Marvin Jones, ran the third most routes of all the wide receivers for Jacksonville. That means touch wide touch. Receiver three on the depth chart. It yeah,
1: doesn't I, matter. That's who he th- uh, that's That's the, the only person on the team he has a connection with. That's his safety valve, Marvin Jones.
0: Same yeah. number of targets as LaVisca, tied for the most on the team. So, yeah, you got to mitigate. Yeah, what
1: both did LaVisca have? He Everybody had like point, 1.8 points. What do you, what do you <laughs> end up with?
0: He didn't have any yards. That's the problem. I'm, I'm not saying don't mitigate LaVisca. I'm saying mitigate both or anybody on that offense. Mm-hmm. That offense is toxic. It is caca. It is bad.
1: Yeah. And there's only one person you should play, and well, you, you can play 30, him this week 30, versus 30, Arizona, 30, 30. where they're going to be down 50 points. Yes. Yeah. they're and going, still going sure. to throw Marvin Jones the football in Arizona.
0: Born than Marvin Jones.
2: I'm going to say I, if you have big time.
1: I know it's he's too spicy.
2: that's an instigator. <laughs> uh, if you have DJ Shark mitigate him. If you have uh, if you
1: have James Robinson mitigate him.
2: Every yeah, every Jaguar,
1: every yeah. one of them, except uh, Marvin Jones. Okay.
2: So I have a question. What about okay. Sterling Shepard? Sterling Shepard to me. Elevate. It? Make sure you elevate.
1: Have- Elevate,
2: yeah. Get him in there, dude.
0: That guy is the wide yeah. receiver one for the Giants. He's the
1: wide receiver one. That, that, is, that is that is all Daniel Jones is looking for is, he's is Sterling Shepard,
0: his guy best guy. friend. He Stay healthy. I love that guy.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Good. We're all agreeing on Sterling Shepard. Okay. And then I got another one. Brandon Cooks. Start that guy every week. He's just. Oh, I'm
1: so sad. I slept on Brandon Cooks. Like yeah. he just went by me on every single draft, and he's still good. It doesn't he's matter. He's still Brandon
0: Cooks. He's all I the target. He's all the target. But without Terod Taylor, who has a bum hammy now,
1: yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is the great. week to, to elevate him, though. Scotty yeah. Stacks. Uh, oh, it,
0: if if we know Terod's back, then yeah.
1: But, mm-hmm.
0: uh, but if it's I
1: Davis
2: Mills, hell no. Who's Davis Mills? throw the football too? The best wide receiver on the team. I would throw the Davis ball. Davis Mills gonna that? throw
0: the ball into the turf because right. he's gonna sacked like a billion times. This
1: They're might gonna- not be the week to start him, Scott, because right. they are playing Carolina. I right. I I. I I'm uh, just but.
2: Flex and you need a guy, Brandon Cooks. So I'm saying I would start him. He's my third start out of those guys. I
1: got. I how, how about this? I got a guy that is he's he's a must start now. Yes. Mike Williams.
3: Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Ten yeah. targets. At, he, he at Like at, he at least ten targets every game. Justin I Starting
0: him everywhere. Started, I started him last week in DFS, just everywhere. Him and Cooper Cup were the paramount landmarks of my of my mediocre to above average dfs players. okay all right
2: well let's just talk it right now because mike wants to reveal his team score so i'll tell you Bo's score was 156 oh uh, my score was one your best score Bo's best score was 156 mine was 160 what was yours
1: this guy's 2-0 and oh, bro i had multiple teams in the 160s
2: Oh, you're one to oh, know cuz you the first week you your grandfather did. But the first week where you're collecting cash.
1: Well, uh, collect I didn't cash. officially put myself in this one so I'm not going to take cash. Right so, right no, 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 I didn't even I didn't we have to you have to check in with yeah. me on a Saturday. So, so I won't take like your his, cash.
0: Uh, just like his his bet against Sam Darnold. Uh we're going to be week 3 onward yeah we
1: can do week three onward yeah, i told scott, scott i told him he has scott to check in with me.
0: on one so it's it's even across the board so, no, so I,
1: far I, I, i'm two and oh in in fake fake money uh, week three check in with me scott it is a deadline but i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be getting involved so i, I can go ahead
2: I, I believe i won week one no oh, no
1: no, no. Yeah, bad memory week, bad check. memory scotty stacks Bo one yeah. Yeah. this guy no, Mike, I know you won. I'm just trying I to think.
0: I had a higher best ball score, too.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, you did. Okay, so it's one-on-one. Uh, we're one, one, and one. But but here's what I remember. In our head-to-head, the cumulative points, I'm up 30 on you. Which feel yeah. pretty nice. So We didn't agree on any
0: cumulative ones. But no, but you we're just keep keeping track you. of that
2: because like, that's you know, that's just like a you know, food for thought when people say stuff like, I'm like nine and two, but I've only won, like, you know, if you won by, like, three more points or something. That's a, yeah. Something like that. Anyway, I, I will uh, say. Tight
1: end. I have a tight end. Okay, give me your tight end. How about Austin Hooper. Oh, with with that bang. Yes, no. with that bang. Look, if you have Austin Hooper, ooh. They, they're they're playing a, a a middling Chicago defense first tight ends and he will throw him the ball. I'm saying if Did you he have throw him. The ball in week 1? No. Mm. But now they don't have um Landry. So the, the, the like right, they're out of people. They had, they're out of
0: people. 35 times, they're going to run it 45 times.
1: Yeah, but you well, saw yeah, last year when they were out of receivers they what they did with their tight ends. They throw the ball to their tight ends. He's yeah, going to get targets.
0: Bryant got targets too last year. Why wouldn't you pick up Njoku? Why wouldn't you pick up Harrison Bryant? Because they're the same guy. And you never know which one's going to go off.
1: Uh, well, you're right. You're right. All, all three of them. I'm saying Hooper has the, the, the highest probability of getting right, 10 points. It's a 10, yeah. it's a it's a it's a yucky tight end situation, dude. If you don't have Waller, Kelsey, you could throw your boy Pitts in there. He does look like he's you know he's breaking that 10 point mark. You know, he's if you don't have one of those guys, Kittle, if you yeah. if you don't have one of those guys, it's the shelf it. Tanyan looks like Logan Thomas. There's a couple other ones. But if you don't have one of those like first six or seven guys, the the shelf it's just it's a Marianas trench for points.
0: Yeah, because they're all and they're all the same. Like you can you can just throw a dart, pick up any tight end off the wire, and they're going to score the same number of points.
1: <laughs> Listen, this is what we do on the show, Bo. Okay, you've been watching for okay. all, <laughs> a year and a half. We give you our take. I'm saying Austin Hoover. Okay. Go
2: on. Bo, Bo doesn't understand that we don't all have to agree. That's what's so funny.
1: Austin Hooper, out of all the the garbage out there, looks like the best one to me this week.
0: Out of all the garbage, yes. can I throw one in there? Because sure, I like this one. Uh, okay. Despite his touchdown being called back, Donald Parham uh, he looked really good.
1: Well, now you're participating, Bo. There, there, we go. there
0: we go. There we go. I like there that. There we go. <laughs> <Donald> <laughs> Parham, I'm into uh, that. Is I like the, it too. Because touchdown upside is about all you can hope for off the waiver wire with with tight ends, uh, not some make-believe fairy tale volume that Austin Hooper might or might not get. I want guys that are going to be able to score one or two touchdowns at any moment's notice, and that's Donald Parham, because he's a gigantic human being that can just post up like Jimmy Graham and yeah. score touchdowns. I, I love it. And that's exactly right. All right, let's jump. I to love mid- it
1: too. Gentleman's bet Austin Hooper outscores Donald Parham this week.
0: All right, that's it. Sounds like a good, good. bet. I'm going to go too. Put
1: that. it down. Put it down.
0: You it the, down. You know all about that action. You
2: know, <laughs> that action, boss. All right, let's jump to mitigate because I've got somebody. Uh,
1: defense. Defense, we all agree. It's the same guy on the wire. I like Carolina versus Houston. That's a great, you can yeah. get them on your, yes, get him on that was, your starting that was, roster. That was all like
2: right. Like, you know inferred okay yeah uh, somebody who I'm kind of just you know I, I I I'm probably gonna do pick the wrong week to do this but I said last week to to sit down Ryan Tannehill and uh, I, I think you should still kind of watch him and, and just kind of see what's happening you know I I think yeah. I trust AJ Brown I trust uh, Julio Jones a little bit but I don't trust the whole uh, offense they, they leaned on Derrick Henry now he's getting the ball it's kind of good for for Tannehill but I'm still just I'm a little confused about what's going on there, so I wouldn't say if you have a better quarterback, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dip down to, 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 uh, you know, but he's somebody who, like, right now, I'm disappointed if I have him because he's, he's a bottom fifteen to to eighteen to twenty quarterback, and that's not what you drafted him as. You drafted him as like your, your, uh, you know, Stafford. So, Mm -hmm, mm
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, I I thought about him. I actually like the matchup, so he. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, he's Here, they're, they're playing the Colts. Oh God. Uh, I expect him to to have a better week. He, he, my guy is Joey Burrow. Which oh, yeah, it's weird. So he's playing Pittsburgh. It's weird. He look. He, ha, he it's the difference between fantasy and regular football. On, regular on, on the field, you're just like this guy's probably got like thirty points, and then you go look, and he's it's eighteen points. He keeps getting you eighteen points somehow. I don't. I don't understand it.
0: I I had him in DraftKings uh, in a couple spots, and until like until he threw those last two touchdowns, he had like four points. And mm-hmm. I just, like because he had three picks, he didn't have very many yards. Um, and he he was he looked sharp doing terrible work. Like uh, you you're like, hey he's so poised in the pocket. He's moving around, and then like, oh, never mind. <laughs> the Bengals are still terrible. And then it's yeah. a touchdown pass to each of his boys in the fourth quarter. And he ends up with 18 points. You're like, eh, that's not bad, but you're right. like, oh, open. This guy would get me 25 to 30 because he had a pretty good matchup against the bears. The bears secondary is pretty bad. And it, it didn't come out that way because the bears got after him.
1: My favorite play in that game by him was when he ran out of bounds and then he slowed up and let the guy run into him. Do you remember that play? And then he like fell down like like LeBron James. Like he did a soccer flop. Like it was great. should have spent
0: eight minutes on the floor with the poke in the eye like LeBron. I was seeing three baskets.
1: It was was just beautiful because when you watched it in real speed, it really did look like the guy kind of wrecked him a little bit. But then when you watch the slow-mo – He just like he saw it the whole time. Like he just was like he 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 created the angle so that that guy was gonna either have to like kind of do a juke move not to run into him. And he just he just paused right there. He puts his shoulder into him too.
0: And the guy's not thinking that he's even gonna do that. Right. Not he has no ability to slow down and avoid that if if the guy does it all of a sudden. Joe Burrow is one of my favorite like quarterback personalities in the league. I like him. And I just hope he does well continuously because he's got so much talent.
1: I think he does Uh, too.
0: But he's—I mean, for fantasy, you got to be careful because he's very matchup dependent. He's going to put up some points from week to week, but every once in a while, he's going to throw in a dud.
1: Yeah, it's—I mean, that's the thing. It's hard to kind of pick your your mitigate guys because he could have a great week this week, you know. But it's just you're looking at the matchup and. So far, what we've seen is somebody that is, for fantasy purposes, basically kind of mediocre. So I don't like the matchup. I, I, I'm going to say go ahead and put him on the bench. You got anybody that you would think off the top of your head that you should just, hey, I don't want to start him this week. I don't like the matchup. or.
0: Um, it's it's really tough because a lot of the guys that I do draft I don't plan on benching them for any reason. Like I like to try to get a top tier right. player at each position. So right. I don't have to make those choices until something, somebody gets hurt, for example, or if mm-hmm. somebody starts lighting it up on my bench and I can't ignore him. Like Rondell Moore, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to find spots for him and I might have to make some decisions based on either somebody getting hurt or somebody on my bench, just lighting up fireworks or picking up somebody off waivers that you can't, you can't spend a bunch of fab and just put them on the bench. Cause what's the point? Um, so at quarterback, for me it's just it's gonna come down to uh if I'm streaming the position, I'm hoping that I can make the right choice on which guy to pick up. So obviously cousins and carr are gonna be popular. Darnold's gonna be somewhere in that mix too.
1: What about Matt Ryan? What do you think this week?
0: I think I think what what really scared me was his week one performance. And like I was completely like I was lukewarm coming into the season on him and then the week one just completely turned me bone dry on him like i'm just like nope that's it that's all i needed to see this guy is ass asses grass he's toast he's done i'm not seeing i'm not expecting anything out of matt ryan this year and then he backs it up with two pick sixes in week two with the against the bucks he threw the ball around better because the the buck secondary is banged up um and they actually came up with a decent scheme, but his decision-making is so bad. Like, mm-hmm. we've seen him overcome that bad decision-making with Julio Jones being on the field. uh Well... Without Julio, he's having to make choices, and he's not. That's not his strong suit.
1: Him not having Julio, man, it just it, it 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 just changes the game for him. You know, Kyle Pitts, he does look like he's going to be a premier elite talent, but he's not going to step on the field and be Julio Jones in his first two games. No. Julio Jones right.
0: is one of the top five receivers to ever walk on the right. NFL field. Right. And Kyle Pitts might get there one day but he doesn't have that presence yet. Mm-mm. He's got all the tools, all the skills, all the athletic ability but mm-hmm. he's got Julio Jones the aura, the fear that goes into a DB's mind like right Julio Jones today. Right. It's going to be long right. in the office cuz I got to right. cover Julio Jones or try
1: right. I have to tackle that man.
0: Yeah, I have to tackle a guy who's 6'3, 225 and runs a 43. Good And luck. he's
1: built he's built like a robot. Like he's built yeah. like he's a like a cyborg. He is. Right.
0: He's not a human.
2: I'm back, yeah. boys. He had to
1: pee. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd go back. All right, we did. I said Joe Burrow for my mitigate. All right, let's do running I'll, backs.
2: Yeah. Um Bo who would you mitigate? Who you started last week? Somebody you're like, I can't trust him anymore. Uh well, your boy Naeem Hines.
0: No, because he's going to be flex-worthy most of the year. He's he's a streaky guy that you take your lumps on. Um, that's kind of the roster construction. What you're starting each week is you have your starters that are established that you're not taking out for any reason unless they get hurt. Naeem Mines is one of those flex plays where you throw them in, and if they get three or four points and they, they lay an egg, then you're like, well, okay, because next week he might put up 25. And I'm okay with that because I want my starters, my established guys, to be the ones that I count on. And then I want my flex guys to be the guys where they might do this, but it depends on which one you have that goes off. You hope both of them go off, but one of them might go off and the other one might be a dud. Naheem Hines is locked in for me. Unless I have better options, more stable options across my roster, I, I like Naheem Hines every week.
2: So, Mike, what would you do if you had Naeem Hines? Would you start him? Would you bench him? Would you outflex him? Would you denny card him and only have him? A I'm sharp- not
1: nearly as high on that guy as you, all, you be, ne- Either one of you guys are. Um, Rb15 last year. I um, know. 15. I know. Uh, Rb43. Right. Right. Like I, for me, yeah, he he's definitely uh, in the conversation to mitigate. I didn't even think about him. Um,
0: he played the Rams.
1: Right. I, I again. I, I haven't put a lot of thought into that matchup. So, um, I again, I'm not as high on him as as you guys are. So this week,
0: Play the Titans.
1: Yeah, Titans. So <laughs>
0: it's up, uh, and exactly this. Carson Wentz might not play. He's got two sprained ankles. So Jacob Eason instead. Guess who he's going to be checking down to a lot.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jonathan so, Taylor. No. Jonathan Taylor. No,
0: yeah, him too. Yes, they they threw the ball forty six percent of their passes to running backs the first week, and it was it wasn't much lower than that the, the next week. Uh, J T got a lot more work in week two though.
1: Uh, my guy was, and again, it, it If this is only if you have a better option, like uh, you know, doing the mitigate is hard because you're talking about kind of players that you were expecting to be premier um like someone like Naeem Hines who you know he's drafted in the first 10 rounds like James Robinson to me he's going in rounds 3 or 4 he he just looks like under Urban Meyer he's kind of a you know 9 or 10 point guy so if you have a better option i would i would do it that's who i came up with for this week
0: same one for me mhm
1: mm-hmm. ooh
2: so- Oh, I agree. I'm not. He wasn't my main guy, but I, I like it a lot. And I had him in a it couple hurts of leagues
0: because of I was really low on Etn, especially with the landing spot. I thought that landing spot was the worst thing that could have happened to a guy like Etn with all that explosive upside, mm-hmm. um, because they were going to try to pigeonhole him into a role that he wasn't made out for. Mm-hmm. And that the
1: that, Percy
3: Harmon role.
0: Yeah, that's that's a LaVisca role. They, they they have a they need a guy who can run routes and catch the ball. And that's not ETN's game. ETN's game is give me the ball and I and I make plays in space, but I don't catch the ball. I don't run routes. All I do is stand there and get and and hopefully you throw it to me. And and so with, when he was out, I was like, Oh, that's great, because J-Rob will get more more work. Well, Obviously, Urban Meyer doesn't believe that. His best running back should get work because he hasn't given it to him.
1: They just there's no game script for it too. Like they suck, and they're they're not they're not trying to establish the run on that team. Like they're just like, hey, let's take the training wheels off Trevor Lawrence and throw the ball 50 times, and and we're gonna lose. And it's okay because I'm allowed to lose right now, and he's allowed to lose.
0: And that's the crazy part is Urban Meyer's college offense was all about establishing the run. It's a power spread. They have two Mm -hmm. backs and a tight end H back on the field at all times. And their wide receivers run verts all day. They're just running wind sprints. And yeah, you get guys like Michael Thomas that can be versatile or guys like Terry McLaurin can run a four, three down the field. And then you get a guy back there who can throw a deep ball and you got a really crazy good Ohio state offense, but that whole offense is based on the running game. And so you would think that it would translate to the NFL and Hey, we're going to run the ball down your throat and then beat you over the top with play action. That's all I thought when, when I pictured Urban Meyer as an NFL head coach. And it turns out he doesn't have a plan. He goes out there and goes, we got great athletes on our offensive side of the ball and a terrible defense. Let's air it out. It's like, oh, yeah, you can air it out, except you don't have a stinking plan. Your stupid play calling is dumb. Like Everything he does, it just turns to stone. Like everything he's touched so far has turned to stone, and it's bad. He's not going to last the whole year, guys. Oh, yeah. Take yeah, him a big time. Didn't, did,
1: didn't he have a heart attack one time? Like it, no, but that he,
0: he Might have had one. His doctors told he was at a very high risk, and that happened twice. That yeah, happened he left Utah. That happened when he left Florida. I have. A, I might have a heart attack. So he could,
1: he could get problems. out with a heart attack, right? Like that's probably what's going to happen.
0: In the midst of an upcoming scandal, so like this guy, this guy when he starts losing or like his recruiting trail doesn't go quite as well. As he was hoping, there's a the scam. He's out, he's out of town. He's like, he's like Bernie Madoff.
1: Yeah. Um. He's a okay. A heist. Yeah. Go ahead. Let, uh, t- no, sorry. I, I, I'm. I'm just trying to get keep it rolling here. You want to do yep. wide receivers? I
2: just wanted to jump right in off that and say, you know, speaking of that, DJ Shark uh, is, nah. is falling prey to the Urban Meyerhurst as well. DJ Shark,
1: uh, Lavisca I- I- Chennault. Yeah. Yeah. Penny Galladay. Kenny Galladay,
2: hey, Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool only has 19 fantasy points. I'm not mitigating him, but holy moly, that's concerning.
1: That's yeah, but Deontay crazy. Johnson got injured bad at the end of that game. Oh, so, really? oh it's yeah, the, it's it's juju ju- ju season. It's Claypool season.
2: I didn't see that because I was in the car driving.
1: So. I don't know. I don't know the update. Do you know the update, Bo? I know that he yeah. he couldn't walk.
0: Yeah. yeah, Deontay avoided serious injury. He's week to week. I think it's he's week to week. It's an MCL sprain, like the other uh, couple of guys got uh, knee sprain uh, scares, like uh, um, Andy Dalton bone bruise on his knee, so he's probably week to week. Um, but yeah, it's either either way you have to look at an offense, and even if they're going to be down, look look what the Jaguars have done when they were down big the first two weeks. They tried to throw the ball a ton of times, and they weren't right. at it. So I'm mitigating all three of these guys because I don't trust that entire passing offense. No matter how how many times they throw it, they haven't shown the ability to do anything with it. And Shark was that player last year too. So I'm not blaming it on Urban Meyer when DJ Shark doesn't show up. Give him a 12-target game and he comes up with three because he can't get open. That's just just bad planning. And the guy plays soft. He's a gigantic dude runs a 4-3 and he can't get open. He's just like Kenny Galladay. He's just like Darius Slayton. So, yeah, you can mitigate all of these guys because mm. they're not it. LaVisca is the And
1: Kenny Galladay. And you can mitigate Kenny Galladay. Of
0: course. <laughs> if, if you're
2: looking at these he yells guys, his, his He yells at his quarterback, so you got to like, mitigate him. I
0: actually love that. I didn't
1: see him. it. I still haven't seen it. Oh, I just heard great. about it.
0: That's great. It reminded me of Terrell Owens at uh, Donovan McNabb. It was it was diva for diva's sake. Um, except Terrell Lowen's actually put up numbers. Kenny Galladay doesn't.
1: No. Um, okay, tight ends. Basically, I agree with Bo. You anybody but the top like six or seven tight ends, they're all medicatable. So yeah. that's that is a valid point, Bo. I'll give you that. Here's my guys for tight end. I'm gonna say Janu Smith and Hunter Henry because I Ooh. think one of them is gonna have a big week this week, and I don't know which one it's gonna be. I one of them scores a touchdown versus the Saints, and I have no idea, so therefore I can't pick <laughs> between them. I'm yeah, mitigating. Henry's a
2: mitigate. He's got ten points in two games. Get Hunter Henry away from me. That's terrible.
1: Maybe this is maybe this is the week though. I mean, maybe. If,
2: if nuts were candy and butts, you'd be full of them. So I mean, I
1: don't know, man. I see. I, I could see Belichick. I I wanted. I put down Hunter Henry as my guy. That's who I was gonna put, yeah. and then I was like, I'm putting yeah. them both down.
2: Okay, well, that's fine. You can. Put, I'm just saying, Hunter Henry is a straight mitigate for me, and then it's your boy Blake Jarwin for both you guys. That guy is mitigatable.
1: Yes, for sure. He's yeah. evisceratable. Um, how about uh, defense? Colts versus Tennessee. Colts. I, I don't like that D. No. Put him on your bench. I don't like the. I don't like the matchup this week. Yeah, big no. Yeah, big disappointment. All right, let's do eviscerate. Uh, how about the guy that we told you to pick up last week for quarterback? Got him. Jameis Winston. Got I've never. I will never, ever, uh, unless there's a weird streaming option and I'm forced to play him, I will never, ever. I was so excited about what I saw in week one, and I thought, Sean Payton is a quarterback whisperer. And then I watched the way he played and the way he got nervous in the pocket and just made weird little movements because he was nervous and scared.
0: 28 total yards.
1: He – stinks. He's still Jameis Winston. Get him off your team. Sorry we told you to pick him up last week.
0: Yeah,
2: and then we have a friend in the comments. Michael uh, uh, Chap is asking, uh, hey guys, big question here. I have Herbert in in, uh, Redraft. He's been uh, been very off this year. Do I go after Hertz for Herbert? Uh, Another person has Murray as their QB1. Any ideas? They've got two QBs in Hertz and Murray and he can give Herbert for him would you guys do that, or would you stay with Herbert? Uh,
1: they're the same to me. I think they're both going to be awesome. They're like Herbert they'll be neck and neck.
0: And, and I no, Herbert. Herbert has not been. Uh, he hasn't been off. He's been throwing touchdowns all over the field. Herb. They've been called back by penalties.
1: Same with hurt right, right. too. I'm, I'm with so the
0: Hurts looked like trash last week. Like the no, way like that. exposed him. He had a forty-eight percent completion percentage. That's bad. That's bad. Jason Brett was out too. That's bad. Yeah,
1: that nice that nice ninety yard touchdown that got toe tackled that didn't get in, and then he had that forty yard Jalen Rager barely went out of bounds touchdown that didn't count. So, right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like them both too because Hurts' rushing upside is massive, um, but Herbert hasn't looked off. I'm just saying. No, his receivers have looked Hertz off. Is not as good of a quarterback, but he can put up bigger numbers because of his legs. Herbert has looked great and he's gonna be con- more consistent. But it's just like you can go you can't go wrong with either one of these
1: guys. Yeah. No, I'm with you. You can't go wrong with either one. I wouldn't make any weird trade to 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 flip. That's, no. a,
2: that's a neutral trade. I agree. Are you guys eviscerating anybody else?
1: Carlos Hyde gets eviscerated. Uh-huh. Russell Gage uh-huh. gets eviscerated. Yeah. Um I Halloway. Washington Halloway. defense Halloway. gets Halloway. eviscerated. Halloway. Uh-huh. Halloway. Halloway. Marquez Callaway, throw him out. Elijah Moore, Um Miami D. Even though I think they're still a good D, I, I mean, if Tua is out, that D is gonna suffer, dude. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, let I'm, be, I'm. Let it be eviscerated. Let it be done. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll say to pick them back up next week, but uh, that, I mean, there, that that is a letdown. Uh, not you know. Tua's only got a rib injury, so I mean, I guess he's week to week. But without him behind center, it's just they're they're gonna lose games.
0: MVS based on today and week one.
2: Oh MVS yeah, throw throw him in, into the evisceration. I, I don't have anybody else really. I'm not trying to mistrate too many people. Um, but I think we it's, threw out too hard. People. All right, let's go to, 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 to stop the stop. And uh, uh, I did, we did forget to say that Elevate, Mitigate, and Rate was presented by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, you can play all season long, Rivals, Pick'ems, get in there, get the over-unders on your parlays, your plays, max your money up 20 times. It's beautiful. I love it. Uh, let's also now jump into our top DFS stacks of cash. Stacks uh, of cash. Stacks of cash. Uh, presented by runthesims.com backslash nibble go down there check it out we love run the sims they are amazing Justin Freeman over there the the mind behind all the tools we use every week to put our fancy stuff together uh, Mike who is your best high press pipe high, high press uh, High-priced stack of the week. Who do you like? What's your top defense stack?
1: Okay. I have a little wrinkle here because I want to add this to the stacks of cash. So of cash. we like to do a, a, a three-tier system, you know, the the primo tier, the mid-grade tier, and the low tier. So, I that, yeah, yeah. so I, I can, I've i come up with a a, a a new name for the top tier. It's the filet stack, okay? Then the you've yeah. got the, the sirloin stack, okay? The Bo, stack. world-famous yeah. chef, Bo McBig time what meat i have the hanger as the the lowest grade meat what you have any uh, you have any suggestions for you know it's like a good you want a good steak but it's you know it's your cheap steak is it the hanger is that bad
0: steak the the cube steak that you take the the cube and you just beat the beat it to hell with a with one of those mallets and just like it's it's so tough that you have to tenderize it the cube steak is. The is
1: it good though? Like, like, is, do you, you want to eat it? But, yeah.
0: You want it good.
2: You want it good. Yes,
0: but it's it's tougher. To, it's so tough that it's tough to make it good.
2: Well, no, no. Okay.
1: Cube steak. Okay, so we've got the fillet stack, the sirloin stack, and the cube stack. Thanks mm-hmm. to Bo McBigtime. Okay.
2: In stacks. All of right. cash for DFS.
1: In stacks of cash. All right. For for this is the fillet. It's the yeah. safest fillet. It's the Kyler Murray DeAndre Hopkins stack. It's just it's this, it's the Chuck nice, you know what you're getting. It's Chuck- all good. Oh, yeah. Kyler Murray, he's bananas. He's he's video game, Kyler Murray. And I of that. he's yeah. Yeah, I like that. Well, I, you should.
2: But what do you think? Are you into that one?
0: Uh yeah, but it's really chalky. So I, I don't like my it's chalky. I don't like my filet with a side of Benadryl. So I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Russell Wilson and uh, and uh, double stack it with both of his studs against Minnesota because from what I've seen from Minnesota so far, uh, we're I'm scared that he might break them with
1: uh, mm. a bit of points. Mm. Double stacks. That's that's actually another feature I want to add to the show tonight. After yeah. stacks of cash, yeah. it, it's sub sub stacks of cash.
0: Being double stacks. To, being able to afford. Both Lockett and Metcalf in that stack. That that's as fillet as it gets right there.
1: Yes. Okay. That's a double. That's a double stack of cash. I have yeah. some double stacks I want to talk about later. But we'll. Who's your fillet? That
2: Starting was space. mine. That was mine. He uh, he okay. stole. He jumped in in line in front of me. Last <laughs> steak in the, in the, from the steakhouse. Uh, I had that too, and uh, I, I like Lockett uh, as the primary stack if you're doing a one-off stack, but a two-off stack is. Uh, well, okay. Let me also jump into the the uh, sirloin stack because I think I can do I can like you know, back end snake this bitch. Uh, I, you, you might have, you know poo pooed him a little bit, Bo, but if you're gonna be shooting out in this game, if you're thinking that you know Russell Wilson's the best, well, one of the best stacks, you know Kirk Cousins is is one of the better medium range stacks. Uh, you have three point six K, you can get him. Uh, you Justin Jefferson uh, seventy two hundred, you know Adam Thielen sixty seven hundred, and then you know Osborne price down. You you've got a, a slew. Of little options. And if you want to run it back with if you think the other way is gonna go, you can put Kirk Cousins uh with, with Dalvin Cook and, and think maybe he plays a little naked and maybe drops sure. one off to Dalvin Cook for what's one of those the, eighty yards. Oh. What's the sirloin Would,
0: price range? I mean
2: it's like in that six K to like you know five, five K, maybe fifty five. Well,
0: yeah,
1: like your stack, you wanna yeah. you wanna try and keep it, you know, in the maybe twelve to thirteen kind of range, you know, like it, right. it's 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 yeah. a good stack. It's, you know,
2: you're pricing it in the you don't have as much money as, as the as the, you know, the fillet, but you are still you're eating good in the neighborhood, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. the fillet you're up you're up over 15, 16, you know, yeah. you're eating good.
2: You're blowing a load right there. You're all, yeah, you're blowing it, load. It's, a, it's a big party. Yeah.
0: yeah. I got I got a Sterling stack, but I'll, I'll let you go first, Mike.
1: Um I am really excited about what I am seeing on the Ravens with the connection between Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown. Uh, they play the Lions. Yeah. Um, uh, Lamar is seventy eight hundred. He's the expensive side of your stack, but your sirloin, you're right around uh, thirteen thousand with Hollywood Brown. He's fifty six hundred. So. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. That's beautiful. So get this. My sirloin stack is 12,900 and oh. it's the Herbie Mike Williams stack because wow. they're going against KC who we just saw get lit up by the Ravens. And I think Herbie to Mike Williams is going to be a long, all season long. As, as long as they stay healthy, this, this connection is going to be put up some massive numbers. Mm-hmm. The reliable cash guy, like you can expect fifteen points every week out of Keenan Allen, but he's not yeah. going go above twenty very often. Mike Williams is going to be between twelve and thirty every week, and dude. I mean, in that first
1: week too, he 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 dropped a touchdown. Like he 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 should have had more points in that first game.
0: But he's electric. He's only at sixty four hundred. Which is only three hundred more than last week when he put up another big game, and her sixty five hundred.
3: Right, that's great. Right. So right.
0: That's cheap. I mean, I I would consider that a primo sirloin for uh, basically an Outback Steakhouse price.
1: Mm. I agree. I it's like that intro, it's a man. great sirloin pick, my friend.
0: Yeah,
2: and shout out the 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 the, the sirloin uh, server himself here, Mike Cash Collins. I visited him on his very first day of working or one of his first days of working at the Outback Steakhouse. And, uh, you know, he brought me out a blooming Onion. And, uh, yeah, there's some good, good stories here. If you want to prime the pump later for Mike, get him talking the old Outback days. But anyway, uh, let's talk about our, our, our did the my, the
1: cube. The Cube.
2: Oh, Mike, did you get your guy in? Was your mid-range in there? Did you throw your mid-range in? Lamar
0: and Hollywood. Lamar range. and
2: Hollywood. Okay. okay, okay. The and then the I'm
0: – so I'm, tough that you're, you might break a tooth on it.
2: All right, Bo, I've got one for you, but I want you to start. So who, who's your, your tooth cruncher
0: this week? So I was in, in between two guys. Um, I'm, I, I really like the potential of Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney. Uh, because I don't think Dalton's going to be good to go with his bone bruise on his knee. So it's going to be field season starting in week three, and they're going into Cleveland team that is pretty decent on defense, but their pass rush is really aggressive, and that's why Kansas City got to them later in the game because they designed rollout and waggle plays for Mahomes, and that's what that's what killed Cleveland was they couldn't hold coverage long enough to get right. to Mahomes, who is out of the pocket for the second half. Uh, right. I don't expect Justin Fields to hang around the pocket very long at all, and he's very forward to big plays, rushing upside, and he's only coming in at 5,200. And then I love A-Rob, but he's, he's priced up for this. So I'm going to go all the way down, and let's see how Mooney is. Mooney is only at 4,300, and he's the second most targeted player on this team, not too far behind A-Rob. And so I'm looking at upside. I'm looking at saving a ton of money to go after some stud wide receivers and running backs elsewhere. Uh, that, that cube stake is going to be the most tender one you have.
2: Mm. No, I like it. I'm a big fan of that. And uh, I'll say I'm going to do mine as an homage to you, Bo. So I'm going to save it for last. Mike, why don't you hit us with your cube stack, my friend? I got
1: two cube stacks for you. I got Taylor oh. Heineke, 5,600 with Logan Thomas, 4,700. Nice little tight end cube stack. Uh, and then I have Daniel Jones at 5,800 and Sterling Shepard at 5,900. Oh, okay. Like nice little cube up. for you.
0: I'm into the Sterling yeah. Shepard. Yeah. What do you think, Bo? I like that one better than the Washington one because he didn't really pay attention to Logan Thomas. And that, that worries me. I'd I think rather he- go after Humphreys or something like that if I was stacking
2: Heineke. Remember, we, we want to give more of a sample size too because Heineke's only been four games. I mean, it's only seen playing four games. So I mean,
1: he's the second best. He's the second most eligible receiver on that team. I mean, I they're like going to throw him the ball. Is, right.
2: apparently. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say McKissick might have a rise. Uh it, My value is an homage to you, Bo. It's uh, it's Matt Ryan at fifty four hundred. Yeah, Ew. I know it's terrible. It's terrible. It's Kyle, Kyle Pitts forty nine hundred. Between them, you're only at fifty three hundred or ten or ten. Yeah. You know, 10-3, 10-3 that's, not, that's not bad. You're running a lot of
0: Kyle Pitts naked this week.
2: That's not bad. You know what I mean? But you know, it's and you think why would you do that? Well, Teddy Bridgewater passed for touchdowns against them. Uh, you know, and then also so did Heineke. So I think there's going to be a touchdown in this game. I, I see Kyle Pitts picking up his first touchdown, uh, and uh, that's just my that's my two cents on this. So I, I have him in Guillotine League. Shout out Joe Pisapia, homeboy scored sixty nine points. About to get eviscerated. Nice, yeah, nice. Not, not good for him because that's the lowest skiatine score I think. Uh, we had some other people had people playing tonight, so I have to check and and see. I hope Joe Pis is Pizzapia's not out. I love that guy, but if you go out on sixty nine, you know what I mean.
1: Like you know, it's cool.
3: You know, nice. So, no let me stuff.
1: let me let me throw this last this is new to the show didn't even show prep this with Scott Scotty stacks oh, but this good. is this has already been stack. mentioned this is double stacks okay double stacks. sexy double stacks all right Bo already mentioned one Lockett Metcalf okay how about julio Jones AJ Brown 6500 both for the Colts thirteen thousand. Keenan Allen it. Mike Williams 6600 6400. Thirteen thousand, sexy double stack. Then bring in your bring in your big guy with Hopkins. Throw in Rondale Moore for measly five, that. or yeah. Christian Kirk for fifty four hundred. Oh my you're god! You are still right in the thirteen thousand ballpark. Yeah, sexy double stacks and stacks of cash.
2: Oh man, you're not you're not even you're not even lying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Tom Brady still you know yeah i, I
0: mean 80. So oh. of the week with uh with my uh my ball blast article top stack brady is 69 of course i had to go noise and, no, and mike evans stacked with him that me, was my week no. two double stack and it obviously paid off um and so i am I'm, I'm all about the double stack especially when it's got crazy upside and so yeah, I, I love the I love the Mike the the Chargers one that you brought up because yeah getting Keenan and Mike along with Herbert who's underpriced this week in a great matchup. That's beautiful.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. totally.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, well
1: that's it. My friend, you want to do three tweets? Yeah,
2: the one I shared with you disappeared. So I have to search for it again. It it was Is so your screen
1: helpful. gonna work.
2: Uh, i don't know it might it might not we'll have to see um this is the this is the internet brought to you by the beach so my home by internet,
1: gender neutral obx
2: yeah by gender, my gender mine was fixed just so you know um i'm trying to find the norm mcdonald one uh, this is my my tweet is one norm mcdonald is on and he's talking to um it's so funny he's talking to um what's his name uh the guy who was on Monday Night Football, who was the uh, Dennis Miller, he's yeah. talking to Dennis mm-hmm. Miller, and he's like the worst joke he's ever told or something. He's like, "Hi, right, I'll tell you this joke," but it it like disappeared off of it. I put it in our feed, Mike, so that it's not the
0: joke on Conan. no,
2: no, it's it's a totally different joke. That's
3: the best joke. It ever, was
2: it was no, it was like this like joke, joke. Was really funny, and it was like a real like uh, joke when he was younger. And uh I'm disappointed. I can't find it. I'm gonna try to put Dennis Miller in and see if it if it does it. But Mike, why don't you lead first and and see if you can share and see if you can do the the, uh, I, the screen share. Okay. I, like I, okay. I, Bo, do you know how to do
1: yeah. the screen share?
3: Yeah,
2: I, screen if share.
1: I sent well, no, my I keep forgetting to set up my it. I have to do some sort of like Google magic because it it doesn't oh, work. you don't have do your you, screen
2: share you, set up.
1: Well, remember we did this last time and then it's like, Oh, you have to do, do permissions. And then I, I, and now yeah, here I, mean, I am again.
2: Mike has if to a screen share, like it's 2018 or something. That's right. Okay. You're I'm correct. not finding it. So let me, let me go back and I, I will try my best uh, to find, uh, I got one of the messages. Um, oh Mike, I love that. That's a good one that you have. Uh, oh, I'm just, okay. dis, I'm disappointed that, that mine disappeared, but, I have another one uh of him and uh yeah it's just the tweet's just gone. But I have another one of, of uh him. So we'll see if I can share this and I'm gonna <laughs> so, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the screen set up and then uh and then I'm gonna try to see if I can share my screen real quick. So I already have my
0: screen share set up for my my, my three tweets. I'm gonna win. All
2: right. Oh, I like that Bo has his. It's ready, to go. Um, yeah, hold on. All right, I think it's working. Tell me if you guys can see it. Yep. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this is this is uh, Norm Macdonald, who I love, on Larry King Live, and this is so funny. So if you can't hear it or we can't see it, just listen to it. It's so funny.
3: Something people don't know about you. I'm a deeply closeted gay guy. <laughs> No, no kidding. kidding. I'm Why not coming out, though. Wait a minute. What are you, what are you doing revealing here today?
1: I'm I'm not revealing anything. I'm saying I'm deeply closeted.
0: Well, that means you're gay.
1: I, I wouldn't say that. Why would
3: I say that? I'm deeply <laughs> closeted.
0: That means, means you're, you're
3: very, very gay, but you but don't, don't want to come, come out. You're so closeted, closeted, closeted that, that I refuse, I refuse to say I'm gay. Right, right. Yeah, I, but, but that... that, that, that you're gay. That's hilarious.
2: He's so funny. So a, I, I do love him. hey buddy. Hey, buddy. He goes, he goes I'm a deeply closeted gay guy.
1: No, do you remember the interview <laughs> with um Seth Rogan and James Franco?
2: No, I do not.
1: Okay, there's a scene in the beginning, and I'm like, did that come out first, or did this come out first, and Norm McDonald is stealing from that movie, or is that movie stealing from Norm McDonald? because in that movie, they basically do this interview, but with Eminem, and Eminem <laughs> comes McDonald's out as gay.
0: Norm McDonald's on the writing crew for that movie. Yeah. Oh, Really? Yeah, he, he's he's involved in so much stuff.
2: He's so funny, man. He's the funniest guy.
0: I, I, the he, played <laughs> a death on Family Guy.
2: Yeah, well, the, the, I'm not gonna, I'm not a butcher his joke, but the joke I was gonna share that, that took down was, it, Desmond was like, hey man, you ever look back on your career and you anything like you you regret you know, you know that you you say he goes yeah, this is one joke I made. He's like, you know, he's like, you're you're um you like you're, you're um like, an, an elderly couple. You know, you go to a gay pride parade, you see your son like celebrating the gay pride parade and you're just like, I'm just so proud of my son. He's just like, I'm going to tell everybody, I'm going to tell everybody. And he's like, and then you go home and you tell everybody, you're like, yeah, you know, my, my son, he's like, he's like got a, you know, he graduated top of his class. He's like the best, best in his class ever, you know, and I'm just so proud of him. You tell everybody at work and you he's like, yeah, hey, got a job at, at MIT, whatever he works. He works all, all over the world. He's like, yeah, and he's gay. And he's like, he's gay he loves cock. He's like, he just loves cock. <laughs> so he's like, he takes it all the time. He loves cock. Here's a video of him taking some cock. You know, he's like, that's not how proud people are. You know, people aren't that proud. And this Miller goes, thanks, man. Thanks for waiting nine minutes to share this terrible story. <laughs> so this is one of those things where he just, he says, he doesn't, he sets you up for whatever the joke is. Like he doesn't, you don't see it coming with him because he, he wants to play, uh, you know, the long game with you. And so this one, he just, he said up front, he goes, I'm deeply closeted and I'm gay. Basically is what he said. And he goes, wait, what What are you saying? He's like, right. you're gay. He's like, no, what are you saying? So he just saw his eyes light up. It was so funny. He kills me, man. I love him, man. Rest in peace, Norm McDowell, man. You, you made me laugh so many times. And he always would talk about how O.J. Simpson was a murderer. That's like his favorite thing to talk about. On Saturday Night Live, so that guy was cool in my book, man. I love that guy. So, uh, you know, rest in peace, brother. Cancer, fuck cancer. Uh, my sweatshirt is here, fuck cancer. And we're at the beach for the first time since London was diagnosed, and we're so happy to be here. And she's so fuck cancer. So, fuck it. Yeah. And uh, Bo knows, you know, uh, Bo. Oh, you want to shout out uh, your stepdad and just uh, tell him what a great person your stepdad was? Because I mean, he had to deal with your ass. You know what I mean? So.
0: <laughs> no he's a good guy he's a farmer he was a contractor so, and he cheated at dominoes he loved to cheat at dominoes he cheated at cards and he didn't care if he caught him because he was be just like oh he caught me and then he would just he would go back to cheating <laughs> so he, he also taught me how to cheat at cards and dominoes so i mean life lessons were a plenty and uh it's uh it, it we obviously miss him it was it was kind of sudden how how it went but um yeah overall you look back and uh we're we're gonna have a celebration of life here in a couple of weeks and uh we're gonna go up to alaska next year and spread his ashes on the kenai peninsula where he it's his favorite place so we're gonna we're gonna make it a celebration rather than just being down and gloomy because every, everything everything happens for a reason you know
3: Mm.
2: No, I agree. Well said. All right. So, Bo, you got your tweet up there. Let's, let's walk us through this.
0: Uh, I think this is a great tweet. I saw this from Mina Cruz. Uh, it's crazy. It's so funny. Go ahead. Uh, it's a picture of future texting his ex. And uh, Mina says, pretty cool how the Ravens coach has total faith in his quarterback to make huge plays with the game on the line. Reminds me of how I used to believe in us. Anyways, hope you're well. Basically, she's saying that it's like toxic, like you're, you're you're texting your ex just to just to make her think about you, and and uh, so I just love the 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 irony behind it, where it's like you have so many quarterbacks now where their coaches don't trust them, or the co- the quarterback will go rogue, and they don't trust their own coaching, and and then you have <laughs> being just perfectly in a nice little neat bow wraps it all up into one little package with this tweet. It's just masterful tweeting. Uh, Great from picture. Me yeah,
2: perfect yeah. picture. I mean, just everyone knows that meme or that 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 yeah. picture now. I love it. Mike, what about you, brother? You got one in there? You I am to- it to you. Okay, I'm going to unshare both screen and I'm going to have to go share my screen again. Okie dokie. Let's see if I can figure this out. Uh, we are here. We are there. It's PFFs. We are everywhere. I'm a deeply closeted (laughs) gay guy. Deeply closeted gay guy. No kidding.
1: Mine is live look at Giants fans. Yeah. Uh this is post-game pause it. See if you can get it the beginning. I
2: love yeah. I love this. This is one of my favorite. Uh I saw the street from something else, but hold on, there we go. He's going to light himself on
0: fire. Let's fight. It's
1: Nikki's snacks. <laughs> That's
0: every Giants fan.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. I saw this. It was so funny. Yeah.
2: I love this. So yeah. uh, but I'll let you decide who wins three tweets tonight. Because uh, I have nothing. Mike has hopefully a tweet. Uh, I have a tweet, tweet
0: was shout a out, All right i'm giving it to you because norm mcdonald is sorely missed yeah
2: no, he is and and I, i'm 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 not able to find the other norm mcdonald tweet unfortunately that that was like the funny thing uh, mike do, do you want to share your tweet just as
1: a yeah uh, you here know you go i'm sending it to you right now i like to keep them in reserved in case i don't win so i just sent it to you again okay this is Here called you know. the. This is the Hardy Boys. The case of Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's bald. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: that hit so hard, man! I read all, all yeah. the books. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, that's a winner right there. That's hilarious. Oh my, God. that's so yeah.
2: dude. I love that. And uh, I have to say, I forgot uh, to say this before because you know I'm a great guy who runs the show, but not, not always uh, trying to produce the whole show. Um, but I do have to say that 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 was brought to you. Uh, that section was brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks uh, every Monday night, every Thursday night, every Sunday. Dude, get your NFL prize picks in. You can, uh, just just very similar uh, to stacking in, in DFS, uh, you can stack up your plays. Last week, myself and Laquan uh, we talked about stacking up Terry McLaurin in all formats. You could have stacked him up in his pass receptions, his over overtotal in yards, his fantasy points, uh, all of them. All of his stats uh, that we told you to do, you could have like six maxed uh, your money. You know what I mean? So please do listen to us with the prize picks. I'm, I'm on the Mayo Media Network uh, every Tuesday. We, I think we do it Tuesday night. It goes out either Tuesday night Wednesday morning. Check me and Laquan out. We are awesome. We, we, we are fire. Just like we are here on the Fancy Millionaires with Bo. Just like we are on Chalk Block. Uh, I do have some sad news, unfortunately. Uh, the, the Fancy Football Hot Stove, which was really hot during the, the offseason, is, is now on to a simmer. And uh, I think Jamie and I are doing one more show. Or maybe we're done our the last show. We'll have to see what it's going to happen. But uh, I'm definitely still down to do the fantasy football hot stove. So, so I'm, I'm definitely looking for a new cook in the kitchen uh, for that coming up. And, and we'll see how that works out and how that all plays out. But uh, I, I love having you on here, Bo. Uh, why don't you plug away what you're doing, man, because you're working so hard. We're working so hard. Uh, you know, you're over here. You're over there. You're everywhere. Tell people where we can find you.
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bo underscore McBigTime. very, very active there always cracking jokes, making fun of Scott, um, gifting, gift game, very strong, very strong mm-hmm. game. Um, and then uh, I write for nimblewnumbers.com. It's this little little known outfit uh, based in a made-up it's state. It's a real story, really, you know. And really, It's a Cinderella story. You <laughs> hear it every day, but you never believe it. But we're going to be doing big things one day in the future but um yeah nimblewnumbers.com we, we have a patreon
2: yeah oh
0: yeah but, we did oh yeah and ballblastfootball.com i'm writing four articles a week for ball blast they're all dfs every showdown slate and a main slate uh check it out we're we're crazy we're popping big like uh, sam wagman was uh, if if Brian Edwards had hit his snooze on his alarm one more time, uh, our buddy Swag would have won the Millie Maker on Monday night um, with one of my lineups or one of one of the lineups that was inspired by him, by me, and the Showdown Blasters article. So it's how much did he win in there? Yeah, I think he won a couple hundred, but he was he was tied for the Whoa. Millie Maker with like forty seconds left in the game. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, he, he wanted to he wanted to send a, a naughty letter to Brian Edwards. Let's just say that.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no, that's sad.
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, ballblastfootball.com, and uh, check it out. I, I'm just writing writing up a storm, and uh, check us out on Chalk Blocked, of course, every Saturday night at 10 Eastern. And uh, my Hammercast, the surprisingly spicy stack show uh, with uh, Hammerjacks, is 10 Eastern on Friday nights. Well, and would you get up early on Sunday mornings for the DFS tailgate with in between media?
2: Hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I wanted to do Sizzle and Sausages, but with two drives on two Sundays, and Sizzle and Sausages is not going to work out. Uh, but but I'd love to come on that show. You guys do some food tailgating? I'm, I'm assuming there's some food involved in there.
0: Yep. I made leftover pizza and hot sauce with an Irish coffee hmm. um, on yesterday morning.
1: That sounds so Yummy. sexy.
2: M- Michael, you can be found at where? I'm
1: I'm you. the Ralph Macho right there, and um I don't do anything, um I don't even tweet, um so yeah, sure. I'm just happy I know you guys, the hardworking about- men, you're you're, you're 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 inspiring people, and um this is where you find me, it's here, Fantasy yeah. Millionaires. That's
2: good. You, you can find me at the Fantasy Millionaires with you because you're my man, and Bo and Big Time, please do check him his, his workout, uh over at Bo underscore Mc Big Time on Twitter. Uh, at BigTimeFlavor.co, go buy all his yummy hot sauces, all his rubs. I, Mike, I didn't invent a, a new a new anything, but I did put some of his delicious rub on some chicken after it had been cooked a little bit, had some juices coming out. Turned it into like like a, like a sauce almost, like a, mm. like a rub, dry rub, like mm. a dry, wet rub. Oh, so good. It was, mm. it was amazing. It's yeah. not a mango.
0: It's a shortish, heavy set thing yet.
2: Yeah, big guy, heavy set little guy, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, fat, skinny-looking guy. So it was delicious. I loved it. Uh, so do do please go there and check that out. Uh, also, you can find me, nimblewnumbers.com, nimble uh, at nimblewnumbers on Twitter. And then, uh, you know, I write for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, priced up, priced down every week. Uh, me and Bo, one one-to-one uh, uh, in the head-to-heads over at the – uh nimble W numbers, the clash of the beards and the bellies. This is gonna yeah. go on all year. We're gonna talk shit all year. I put them on blast on the sports me app. I put them on blast at the beach. I did a beach call out video today. So I'm gonna do another one for this week for week three. I can't wait to do that. I've got all Get week to prep sports for you, bro. App.
0: Get yeah. on the sports me app and cause uh, I'm I'm not a good loser. I'm yeah. lost in a, almost a calendar year.
2: what's the Trump administration. You said that was hilarious. I told Rose that. I lost. That was so actually true. <laughs> I know. Last <laughs> time you won, before
0: that. Well, actually, so I won. much history has been written since you last
2: beat me. Well, I beat you. Actually, the last time I beat you, I think, was the Super Bowl. I think I beat you in the Super Bowl. That doesn't count. No, I, yeah. But before that, then, it was probably back before It was like Thanksgiving. It, it, yeah. Well, it counts. Things. I mean, real money was exchanged, so you know but besides that or did you not ever pay me i don't know i have to look back at the transactions no but but
0: situation yeah, yeah, was the last loss so i didn't know how to handle myself uh so i just cried myself to sleep last night
2: yeah you drank some of one of the bourbons that you uh got from me off last year when you uh won all the money and you uh you know sipped yourself to sleep crying i understand it's okay i i want to say uh i do love this i'm gonna be at the beach all week uh if you don't any. Uh, Shout me out. So please call me out on Twitter. Just say, what's up, Scott? What are you doing? And uh, I'll show you a live look of, of uh, my beautiful first family reunion vacation in several years. So uh, I appreciate all you guys. And, uh, Mike, I know you like like to, to end it. What do you guys
3: say to the people? Peace and love. Peace and love. Best thing I can say. Peace. Love.